I have never wrestled the Necro Butcher. I have wrestled Samoa Joe. We have had a storied feud, rivalry, power lap coming up. Somebody's gonna die. What's happening, Brett? Hey, man. Do you huh. think I'll ever stop doing that as the opening of the show? <laughs> I had to join in on the fun this week. That's right. Uh, I'm drinking a Wegmans Blackberry Tangerine sparkling water. I'm drinking a Wegmans Orange Pineapple. That's right. Seltzer. That, that's the that, that's the best is flavor. This, is this make. the creme de la creme? It is. Uh, but I wanted to mix it up because I, I opened the show last week with one of those. So. You certainly did. So I'm going blackberry tangerine, also very good. Okay. Very good aroma coming off of this. This Wegmans. A very good Paul aroma uh, coming off of this. Uh, what do you think Paul Roma smelled like? Cocaine? <laughs> Does I, cocaine right. have a smell? I don't know, man. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know either. I don't know. I'm just wondering. I don't know. Let me call my mom real quick. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Let me call my dad, but he died of a drug overdose. Cheers, brother. <laughs> Amen. All right. <laughs> Welcome to our depression. Uh, Wegman, sponsor us. <laughs> Please? <laughs> so we can sleep at night? Yeah. Um... Welcome to We Need Wrestling. <laughs> what a mess we are. Who let us do our own show? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we should kick our own asses. We really for this. should. Yeah, I should tell Michelle to, to start hating me to realize that I'm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's let's promote a domestic. Okay. Yeah. What, what, are you, what, are you, what are you trying to make me relive my childhood? <laughs> I'm not going to give her the give her the uh, satisfaction to hit me because she always wants to hit me anyway. Wow. You're gonna, it's going to get reported. I deserve it. Michelle's going to get walked no, out in cuffs. Completely warranted. <laughs> completely warranted. You know what? That's that's what most victims say. <laughs> wow. I might have to edit the whole beginning of this episode. <laughs> uh, my wife beats me. What's going on in wrestling? Jesus Christ. Wow. What a weird episode. This is going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. Um, what is going on in wrestling? Yeah, what's happening, pal? I don't know. Okay. Well, right. <laughs> I don't know. Good episode. <laughs> yep. All right, everybody. Well, so we, we have a bit of a special thing going on this episode. We, uh, we, you know, last week we announced the the watch list is a little different. We're, we were doing a live uh, watch along, live to tape watch along of Joe Necro to uh, continue to celebrate Samoa Joe. And we did our the top three Samoa Joe last week. If you didn't listen, go give that a listen. Um, but we've picked our personal favorite Samoa Joe match. Um, not something I see us doing all that often, although it was a ton of fun um, to do. Uh, but this is clearly one of our favorite matches. So we've, we've, we have that queued up for the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, with that, a, that was a fun time. Yes. With a very special guest, uh, Doug. <laughs> He'll be here. Uh, well, he was here. Uh, because Doug and I were at this match, and so we wanted to talk about that. So it's a very special episode, but we still have some other things to talk about in the world of professional wrestling before we get to that. Yeah. Uh, do you have news? News in the wrestling world, Brett. Um, You're my newsman. You're the guy who oh, fills me in. I don't want to be the newsman. All right. Uh, I don't know, other than a bunch of fucking QAnon idiots. Right. Yeah, that's a thing. Being down in Florida. Right. Um, yeah. Did, did you see... Uh, Punk did a uh, Q and A on Twitter today. Yes, I saw. Yeah, I retweeted it from the account. Oh, did you? I did. Yes. Uh huh. What's the best stable? Uh huh. Yeah, the Q and On crew. Uh, Listen, Uh I don't want to give them any time, any more time than they've already had. Uh, but they're all idiots, and I hope Drake Younger gets fired. Uh, see. Uh, 
also in the news, I wanted, I wanted to address this really quick because it's been all over. Uh, Chase and Rance can go fuck himself, and whatever podcast had Chase, Chase and Rance on can also go fuck themselves. See. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, otherwise, not a ton of news. A little bit of a scare about AEW having to move, which would have been hilarious. Yeah, but I don't think that's happening. That yeah, just moving to Tuesday, and yeah. then Triple H would be like, we were here first. Or, or, uh, <laughs> so what he would have been like. <laughs> yeah, I listened to a Bret Hart interview uh, on another podcast where he talked about how uh, Triple H hates The Rock and never wanted to put him over and blah, blah, blah. That's because Bret Hart's the best. Bret Hart is the best, continues to be the best. Uh, uh, maybe one day we'll get Bret Hart on the show. Uh, uh, listen, I'm named Brett, and he's part of the network. Okay, so we'll uh, all all Bretts are connected in yeah, some way. Hundred okay. percent. That's the way these things work. All right. Okay, my man. Yeah, that doesn't work for me. I get the kid from Roseanne and uh, Candace Cameron Bure from from full. Well, uh, I mean, at least house. at least one of them is a known complete psychopath. <laughs> right. Uh, me. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I, kind of a slow-ish news week, I guess, for wrestling, right? I mean, there's a bunch of weird shit that goes on all the time. Right, but tons of tons of internet beefs. I saw uh, somebody pulled a clip of that fucking idiot GCW announcer. Did you see him at the end of uh, Janela versus Dickinson? Oh, yeah, what the hell was he saying? Tartar sauce? Tartar sauce? Like, isn't that a Spongebob thing? I have no idea. Oh, God. Spoiler alert, I've maybe seen an episode of Spongebob my entire life. You're fucking up, my man. I'm sure I am. good shit. Uh, I've listened to the soundtrack to to the Spongebob movie more than I've seen Spongebob. Nothing wrong with that. Motorhead's on it. Isn't isn't Pantera on it, too, I think? That's crazy. Or they were on the show, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, slow-ish news week, I guess. Um, Lots of internet beef, but I don't really want to concern myself with any of that nonsense. Uh, Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the Beer City Bruiser's a vanity searcher. I did not see this. Oh, he he, he called me a putz. Oh, did he? Why? Uh, Because I was sitting here the other day watching TV, and I was like, oh, Ring of Honor's on. I haven't watched Ring of Honor in a while. I'm bored. I don't feel like putting on a movie. I'm going to put on Ring of Honor. And I put on Ring of Honor in progress. uh, And as soon as I put it on, the Beer City Bruiser was coming out to wrestle. So I got on the Twitter and was like, I was going to watch Ring of Honor. But I don't want the Bear City Bruiser on my TV. I didn't add him. I just, I don't want Bear City Bruiser on my TV. Just making a joke for the people that follow me. All, it was, got me in a bunch of trouble this week, but that's completely unrelated. Say, you, you, uh, you and your Twitter game. Completely unrelated. A little out of control. Um, and he, and he just, he vanity I mean, you do, me. you do do everything for the cloud. It's true. Everything honest. I do for the cloud. Yeah, that's right. I also won the A show because of the cloud. Congrats, man. Thanks, pal. That's all. I'm a cloud chaser. Yeah. Uh, two people have called me that this week. Uh, but anyway, he just, he just vanity searched and then responded, your loss, putts. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude. All right. So now I have a story. Uh-oh. So. Uh-oh. Uh, a friend of ours, Chuck, uh-huh. and I, we went to, for some reason, uh, a Ring of Honor TV taping in Philly. Yeah. This was, I want to say, December to 2018. Oh. Okay. I think it was the night after Final Battle. Mm-hmm. So this was like the last Ring of Honor show where like Cody was there and mm-hmm. Hangman and the Bucks. Yeah. So we went down. Um, some good shit, man. Like Tracy Williams versus... Um, Zack Sabre Jr. was on okay. there. It's, Brody King debuted. Yeah. PCO debuted. Yeah. So, some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, smooth Brain, Flip Gordon got beat up a bunch. Okay. Um, so, one of the matches during the show. So, keep in mind, TV taping. Mm-hmm. One of the matches was... Um, oh, who's that real bad dude in ROH? Um, 
Matt Taven. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I had to sit through that motherfucker winning a bell at Madison Square Garden. Okay. Uh, yes. Silas Young. Yes, Silas Young. It yeah. was him the versus one A one B. It was him versus Beer City Bruiser uh-huh. in a fucking like a street fight. Okay. You just think street fight Philadelphia crowd's going? The crowd wanted this match to end so fucking bad. Yeah. Every like every <laughs> every goddamn two count, the crowd started booing. <laughs> People were chanting "End this match." Mm-hmm. It was that fucking bad. Yeah. Um. So that makes me happy. Listen, it's, I got. An, I'm sure the Beer City Bruiser is a fine guy. This could actually tie into it as yeah. well because that was the that was the same day where the night before I was watching Ring of Honor Final yeah. Battle. It was Flip Gordon versus that fuckhead worst Dudley ever, uh-huh. Bully Ray. Yeah, and I, I tweeted something about like Bully Ray's on Ring of Honor. Like, yeah. I, I already said, turned it on. Bully Ray's there. The Sandman showed up. Turned it off. Uh-huh. Like, don't right. care. It's not my Ring of Honor. Right. So that dummy vanity searched it right. the same day when yes. I was in the same building as him. So look at that <laughs> there shit. You go. Hey, uh, but yeah, the beer, again. Sure, he's a fine guy. I just he's not my particular cup of tea. Uh, my Ring of Honor like skews to what Ring of Honor hasn't been in a very long time. Uh, but yeah, I just didn't want to see Beer City Bruiser and he vanity searched. I mean, hey. To be fair, I spent a lot of my weekend vanity searching my own name so I can block people that were putting oh, my personal Christ. information on Twitter. Were they really? Oh, yeah. They found oh, my LinkedIn wow. and posted where I worked and all oh, what I do. So you and got doxxed? I kind of. It didn't go into, like, phone numbers and addresses okay. and stuff. But it went, like, this is where he works. This is what he does for a living. Oh. Yeah. Well, so I was vanity searching my own name. Because right, yeah. eventually, like, if you're people on Twitter. People are weird, man. So I got, like, 300 people calling me ugly on Twitter the other day. <laughs> Uh, and then also saying that I had an inappropriate you guys in your comics, right? And I, and I had another a bunch of other people saying I had an inappropriate relationship with uh, my dog, and uh, all of it in great fun. Uh, I actually enjoyed the hell out of it. But um, uh, the uh, so I was if you're on Twitter, like it eventually stops giving you the notifications when you're just flooded with them, and when they're just like mentions or okay. responses or whatever. Like I wasn't getting the notifications anymore, but I knew people were coming at me if I went into my mentions or whatever. Uh, so I was just vanity searching my own name just to block assholes. Jesus, listen, you probably I'm gonna block you. Well, yeah, I mean, just that, what it that, is. That goes without just saying. what it is. Uh, I, you know, if they were funny, I engaged. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I blocked like 300, 350 people that day, and I had a blast doing it. Damn, very therapeutic. That block button is amazingly therapeutic. I don't have anybody blocked yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> a few people. <laughs> I have no. I have nobody blocked. Yeah, I don't think I have anything muted either. I had a few people. Bring on the punishment. I had Todd Roker blocked for a little while. Did you really? Yeah, as a rib, and then I oh. forgot that I was ribbing him, and then so he ended up being blocked for like four months, and I was oh, like, Todd, geez. why don't I follow you anymore? And then it turned out that he was blocked. Wow. Todd doesn't listen to this podcast, Todd or any podcast. Todd doesn't, yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't so, listen to anything. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so that was fun. Beer City Bruiser joins the ranks of Bubba Ray Dudley. Would, do you think if Beer City Bruiser was a Dudley, he'd be a better Dudley than Bully Ray? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm listen. I'm completely no com- no complaints answer. for me. One day we'll rank our Dudleys on the show. We already ranked it on our old format once. Oh, did we? Yeah. That's right. I think dances with one was number one. Was he? I no, know. I don't no, remember. Dick Dudley's number one. Eh, okay. I don't remember. Sign guy? No. Dudley Dudley. Snot. Snot Dudley. <laughs> Spike. We're not talking Dudleys. Yeah. Let's, get, let's get out of well, the Dudleys. Welcome to the Dudley cast. Let's get out of the Dudleys. Let's Please. get beyond the news. Let's talk what what we watched this week. All uh, right, sort of wrestling and otherwise. So uh, let's see. Any notes I took from uh, Impact's Go Home Show for Rebellion? Nope. Okay. Because uh, the most of the show is just one big ad for Omega versus Swan. Okay. Which hey, 
Smart. Um, let's see. What did I take away from SmackDown? Omega won that, right? Yes. Oh, that's Saturday. It's after SmackDown. Yes. I see. You're out of order. Um, I'm out of order. <laughs> We're out of this order. This whole court's out of order. This whole court's out of order. Uh, SmackDown, what did I enjoy? Uh, the Mysterios took on Alpha Academy. Okay. That was really good. Yeah. I like that a lot. So is this continuing the Rey Mysterio-Otis singles match? Yes. Okay. I guess it's a whole storyline. now. Okay. Chad, yo, Chad Gable's fucking so good at that ring. I'm sorry, who? He's Chad Gable again. Oh, he yeah, is? Thank uh, God. I would have kept him Shorty G. G forever. Shorty G for the Hall of Fame. Ugh. Um, but he gets in the ring, and I'm like, wow, I forgot how goddamn good he mm-hmm. is. Um, but that was really good. Um, they're running next week, uh, Reigns versus Danielson. Okay. And if Danielson loses, mm-hmm. he's off of SmackDown. Okay. So that's going to be me watching that, because yeah. those two are going to fucking kill it. Yeah, and then where's Danielson going to go when he loses? Um, Raw, they, NXT. They've teased New the, Japan. He did that interview today about. They've been teasing that for years, yeah. man. And I saw like uh, Ed from Pod Van Dam even said he's like, stop. Right. You fucking tease this every couple of years. You never follow through. Right. Shut up. Right. I mean, listen, he makes good points. Like, sure. You know, Otis and New Japan would be great. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he goes Cesaro and New Japan. People would be like, holy shit, he's the greatest wrestler who ever lived. Right. Um, but and, and as I said on Twitter, you can just go to Jerry's Independent Wrestling Emporium and find all the Cesaro yeah. not in the WWE that you could possibly want. That's very true. Um, from Impact Rebellion, which was when was that Sunday? I don't know. You tell me, partner. I think it was Sunday. I don't know. Um, I watched the only thing I oh no, I caught two things from that show. I caught uh, Cardona versus Myers. Oh, Cardona's mega powers explode. Cardona's poor knees, man. Yeah, he like he went for his uh, his finish, the Rough Rider or yeah. whatever he calls it now. Sure, and like it's like he did the pop up over the over mm-hmm. like Myers popped him up, and when he landed, like his knee and ankle just buckled, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> I'm like oh, your poor goddamn knees, a lot of, you, lot of, you, you warlord looking motherfucker. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of road on 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 that guy's body, and uh, you know he came out in a lot gear. of extra weight. He came out in gear like water weight. Where, yeah, he came out in gear where it was like paint splatter, like the Nasty Boys. Okay, but it was also like a combination of like shoulder pads with spikes, sort of. Okay, so people were calling him the Nasty Boy Dinosaur Gear. <laughs> uh, it just looked, it wasn't like a Legion of Doom no. Road Warriors thing. Oh. No, he looked like a dinosaur. Okay, I'll show you the picture afterwards. Okay, uh, that's I, so I watched that Knobsosaurus, Sagsosaurus. <laughs> Sags old boy uh, a sagasaur um, <laughs> yeah Omega beats Swan um, yep. so now he holds all the three belts and uh, yeah because, because Impact has two belts because he's unified from Moose which is so weird right yeah um, great but yeah like still Impact I feel is getting mm-hmm. nothing nothing <laughs> like nothing I mean I guess the buy rates were really good for the pay-per-view, all things considering. Yeah, but let's just jump but, ahead briefly. Did they talk about it on AEW, like, at all? No, on AEW was taped this week. Uh, but yeah, but you know not fucking over. Uh, hey, I Cut I, a fucking I know. promo. I, I Cut know. a promo and slip I it in know. there. But anyway, go ahead. Well, yeah, all right. uh, But yeah, Omega won the belts. Mm-hmm. So. Good for him. Shocking to no one. Yeah, so he's got... Who could possibly in that company take it from him? three different companies now. Yeah, so... Who could possibly take it from him? I don't know. I don't... Uh, there's nobody. There's nobody. No, there's nobody. really not. <laughs> there's really not. Nobody. Um, no, there's really not. Um, I think... What was I doing on Sunday? I feel like I got home really late on Sunday. What was I doing? No idea. Because I was at your house really late on Saturday. Yes. What did I do on Sunday? This is going to drive me mad. I have no idea. Did you go to church? 
No. Hmm. <laughs> Did I go to bed? I know. Oh, I know. I was I was hanging out watching uh, movies. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Jesus Christ. Hmm. So I got home. Oh, is that when you watched? Uh, Gone Girl, dude, that movie. What a is movie! Fucking yes. crazy. Yes. Oh man, go watch that movie. That movie's great. Yes. Um. So I watched part of the Treasure Show, the, the Hidden Treasure yeah, Show. Yeah. So I missed that this week because when is that on? That's on Sundays. Sundays. Yeah. I was. What was I watching Sunday? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, was I watching Falcon Winter Soldier? Something? No, because no. I've or no, because maybe you were because I finished that all on Monday night. Okay. Or no, I don't know. Maybe I finished that Monday. We were doing something Sunday. I don't know why. Maybe you finished it Monday after work, because then I watched it Monday night after I watched the Pain Pigs and the Sixers. I don't know. Whatever. This is just, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I don't think it it must have been, because Monday I was on Thunderdome, which we have to talk about, which I forgot to bring up before. But go ahead. Yeah, so Sunday night I watched that Treasure Show. Yeah. Uh, It was a lot better than the one last week with all the shitty fans. Yes. Um, Like, they were... Yeah, instead getting we stuff. got the shitty wrestlers. Well, yes. They were getting stuff from Kane and Taker. Like, they got Kane's second ever mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got Taker's original purple coat. They got the Paul Bearer betrayal urn. Yeah, the only thing I saw was that Taker just happened to have the purple stuff just in a Tupperware container in his storage unit. Yeah, well, they also had the Phantom mask. That was the only Phantom mask ever. Uh, they only so, made one. Yeah, only made one ever, okay. so... They they gave that away too, and then yeah. Kane also gave away the uh, the Unibomb gear. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, yo, this was just like that episode was pretty good because cool. there wasn't like weird fans. Yeah. It was just like, hey, I this like, is what the guys have. I like that Taker. They were just like, oh, you just have the purple coat in your storage unit, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, can we have it? And he's like, yep. <laughs> yeah, he just gave everything away. He gave everything away. I mean, you know, because it's not scripted at all, right? Um, but yeah, it's cool seeing like the guys having that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows if they were just like, "Hey guys, here this stuff is." But yeah, I'd rather listen to the wrestlers talk about it, right? Sure. Than how some fan got it. Like Kane was talking about the Unibomb gear and how uh, like he painted it himself and everything. And it was funny that weird guy who was on there was like the mm-hmm. in training or whatever. Yeah. Like he saw the Unibomb gear and Kane was like, "Oh yeah, like this is the only one ever made. Like mm-hmm. I painted it myself." And he goes, painted it yourself, respect. And Kane goes, no, it's called I Was Broke. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was cool seeing that shit. And they actually showed clips from like Kane versus Taker and mm-hmm. Smoky Mountain, that match that, uh, that we showed you that one yeah. night. So they, yeah, they showed clips of that. Bomb versus Booger Red. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they showed clips of that, which I was like, yeah. damn, that's pretty wild just thinking about that. Yeah. That match is fucking crazy, right. by the way. Right, right. Um, I think that's where Kane does like a springboard leg drop. It's wild. Weird shit. Um, But I I enjoyed this week's episode. Okay. It was a lot better than last week's. Because last week's fucking stuck. I I could have went back and watched it. But I was like, "Eh, these guys. Taker has just rubbed me the complete wrong way these last bunch of months. Uh, Even outside of anything else, like uh, apparel he chooses to wear. But like just the, the fact that he quit wrestling and then was just like, all right, everything's out the window. I'm, I'm Mark. Let's talk about everything. He's Mark, all right. So, yeah. He's a Mark. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, this is a little out of order for okay. me. Yes. Um, so, Monday night was the last Pain Pigs for a while. Yep. So, if you know the Virtual Pros podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Mike does Pain Pigs every Monday night on Twitch. This was like the last hurrah for a while, just yeah. because the world's going back to normal. Um, kind of. If you know, you know. Uh-huh. So Sunday, he's doing like an all-day stream of 
past shit, new yeah. like new shit too. That's cool. I'll see how much I can watch. But two things on here I want to talk about. Okay. Um, this is while you were in the Thunderdome. Yes, yeah, so I'll talk about the Thunderdome after this. So the first match was Shinya Hashimoto versus uh, Tenru. Yes. That's just man ass man right, shit. It's man ass man. Yes. That's, <laughs> and, yes. And the last match was uh, Akira Hakuto versus. I think her name is Shinobu Kendori. Okay. Yeah. And you watched that match, I believe. Yes. So I had that it, was a fucking I had it on, ass beater. I had it on my phone while I was in the Thunderdome, uh, kind of watching. I didn't have the volume on, but watching while I was in the Thunderdome. So, but yeah, yeah. I, the Hashimoto Tenru thing I've seen before because uh, it was my boys. Yeah. Uh, when but, Hashimoto hits that one kick to his ribs, it sounds like a gunshot. Right. Yeah. Hashimoto was a real one, and Tenru is a very real one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, but that main event that was ridiculous because well, uh, I, I, right? I had gotten booted from Thunderdome before that happened, so I yeah. got to, I got to see that. So how was your Thunderdome experience? Uh, exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I would okay. figure. Right. So I wanted to talk about it here really quick. Uh, the Thunderdome was absolutely exhausting. Uh, I got a call time. I forgot I had registered. I got the email and another email with my call time at 9.15 for Raw. And they made me pretty much aware, you know, not everybody gets the whole show. You go until they kick you out, whatever. Uh, and I, I signed in and did all that stuff. And it's like, oh, if there's a seat that opens, we'll give it to you. And then it does like a countdown, like a 160-second countdown. Damn. And then it says retry, retry. But I just – I saw online if you just refresh a whole bunch, you get in a lot easier. So I was just refreshing, refreshing. I got in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they talk to you through your headphones. So you got to have your camera on. Okay. You have they tell you you have to wear either a plain t shirt or a WWE official license t shirt. I was wearing my dusty one of my dusty roads t shirts. Okay. The Good. the like eight bit dusty oh, roads yes, t shirt. Yes. Uh, and they give you like a little window so you can see yourself a little outline of where you should sit to frame yourself in the panel and all that. Uh, and then they talking to you, and then it's like, all right, we're coming on. You go in, and you're watching the show on your computer with you in the little corner, and the whole time there's a guy talking in your ear. And I don't know who it is, Kevin Dunn, who knows. Uh, and they're like, okay, we're going to commercial, two and a half minute commercial. Uh, you know, you go bathroom, whatever you need to do, be back here. They'll tell you when you're ready to come back, they give you the countdown. Uh, but like the exhausting thing is like you're watching wrestling and then they're in your ear going, clap, clap now, clap louder, clap, clap. Oh, we're boo. Really? Make sure you boo with a lot so of energy. It's boo. like a TV studio audience. Yes. Ugh. Uh, so like Charlotte came out and they're like, boo the queen, boo the queen, big, big reactions, big reactions. Boo the queen. <laughs> uh, and you know, and they're like, all right, going on commercial break or like, they'll be, all right, we'll be back mid match. Here's, you know, this is in the ring and they talk you through that, but they want big reactions. They're like, all right, everybody clap, everybody clap, everybody boo, boo, boo. Let's see the, you know, all that. And then they're just, they're telling you how to react. And then they're also like, you, you hear them react. You hear the sounds that the crowd's making on the show. Just mimic those motions. And they're like, if you hear cheering, look, make it look like you're cheering. If you hear booing, make it look like you're booing. Uh, so I'm I'm watching, following the directions, and trying to find myself on the Thunderdome screen. Uh, I have a DVR. I don't think I made it on the TV anywhere. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's all the way around. They don't really show non-hard cam side of the Thunderdome at all. I was looking. A lot of people on camera the whole time were just kind of sitting there, and I was trying. Like, that's part of the reason why I was exhausted, because I figured if I put on a show, they're going to put me front and center. Uh, but they didn't really change anybody all too much for, like, the hour, hour and a half that I was in there. They cut me out right before the main event, and I couldn't get back in, which is fine. I was I was honestly dead-ass tired <laughs> from, like, fake clapping. 
and like fake booing. Like I was just making the the the, the form with my face and just had like a thumbs down because I wasn't going to just boo in my house sure. to myself. Um, that would have been hilarious. Yes, and like I was clapping, but like just doing this, like my hands were almost hitting just to make it look like I'm clapping. Uh, yeah, so it was it was exhausting. And uh, then I got the invite to sign up for SmackDown, and I was like, no. <laughs> oh, why not, man? Nah, I'm good. It was it literally I was tired. SmackDown's so much better. It than was Raw. it was more exhausting. What than what, being um, at a wrestling show? What segments were you on for? Uh, so I got a Charlotte segment. I got, uh... Were you there for the tomato fight? No. Okay, because I saw something about a tomato fight. No, so I did not get the Damian Priest segment. But I got Fuck. but I got three Dana Brooke segments. <laughs> and I had to cheer for her. <laughs> there were Mandy Rose segments, technically. No, they weren't. They were Dana Brooke. <laughs> but Dana Brooke was there the whole time. So you, in the year 2021, cheered for Dana Brooke. Uh, I did not. <laughs> uh, I defied those orders. Oh uh, man! Yeah, and you know they you come, they, Dana Knight. They give you is that what they call her fans? No, but Kane did it. They once. they give all of her uh all, like uh all the um what was I gonna say? Oh, they give you like all the if you if you if you do anything lewd if you do this we'll we'll boot you blah 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 but bullshit get out of here. But uh yeah. They don't want anybody showing their wieners on the you Thunderdome. You got three segs of Dana. I got like three. I got like two yes. backstagers in a yes. match. It was a it was a Mandy Rose match, but Dana was there. So so it yeah. was a, it was a Dana Brooke at yes. ringside while a Mandy Rose match. And listen, was I, honestly, the tomato fight because Morrison got took one right in the nuts. I don't know if you saw that. I, yes, I did. Uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> yes, I, I did because I was watching to see kind of what was going on, like building up to it, and uh, I was like, oh god, here's the priest match before my call time. Thank God. So. But yeah, Thunderdome was, it was, it was you were there for your girl Dana. I didn't like it. I, I, I don't think I'd do it again. I wouldn't recommend anybody do it. It was cool. So I'm, I'm glad, glad I did it. But say no shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was cool. Like I was, I was like, oh, I'd probably be able to feel a little better about it if I was on TV or something. Uh, and I was really trying. Uh, putting my big old ham hock real close to the camera so I could just look for the giant white fist with the thumbs down. Yeah, but it just didn't work out that way. It's all right, man. You've been on WWE TV before, right. so you're yes. okay. Right, I have. Um, in, in a state. <laughs> yeah, in, in a, a certain, certain state, state of mind. Yeah, yes. Um, so I watched uh, over the, like, Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday. I, don't, I think I – no, I finished it yesterday, I believe. Yeah. Um, the A&E Roddy Piper bio. Yes, this is what I wanted to talk about next, because this is what I watched before I watched NXT or AEW. I yeah, watched the Piper bio. So they did that that weird Vince cold open. Yeah. Like I, that, that was so on dumb. YouTube. I know Creepy. Joe sent it to us. Yeah. What in the fuck, man? Right. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, but the Roddy bio itself, listen, I love Roddy. Right. Um, again, and uh, like I was listening to the Major Brothers on the way up here, mm-hmm. and they kind of put it perfectly. They go, listen, diehard fans... You're not learning anything new. Right. Um, you know, but it's, it's more so for the casuals. But, hey, they do a great job on it. Um, you know, the story about Roddy getting stabbed three times was fucking crazy. Yes. Um, I was a little upset that they didn't talk about how it comes to Frogtown. Yeah. That, that had hurt my heart a little they, bit. I was, ex- I was hoping they were going to show him on It's Always Sunny also, yeah, and they didn't. Yeah. 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 Um, but, listen, dude, Roddy's the man. Um, yeah. I liked how open his family was about, like... Listen, he had a real shitty childhood, and right. there's a lot of stuff he could not let go of. And yes, um, I'm surprised they talked about the HBO Real Sports thing because mm-hmm. of how fucking just haunting that is, right? And him being like, "Yeah, who are we kidding? I ain't making right. it to so 65." That's, that's my last note on this thing. That kills me to this day. That yeah, guts me because he man. dies at 61. 
Uh, he's like, oh, am I going to get my pension? Um, there was a few things in here that I really liked. Uh, that Some things I, I kind of knew, some things maybe I didn't. Uh, the one about the fan throwing a rattlesnake into the ring. Yeah, that's wild. Is crazy. Uh, the um, getting stabbed in the chest in police custody is hilarious. It's a crazy story. Uh, Vince talking about how they didn't gimmick the coconut that Roddy used. I was like, whoa, Vince is out here throwing gimmick around I like know, he's right? a young buck. I know. Um, I like that Mr. Uh, he even dropped like a baby face and a heel thing. Right. Like, sorry, Vince. Uh, I like that Mr. T kept kayfabe. Of course he did. Uh, that, that'll make Piper proud because Piper hated him. Yeah. Uh, I like that they didn't clue in the cops so that like yeah. Piper was fighting cops and stuff because with the Cindy Lauper thing because they, they didn't yeah. clue in the cops. So the cops thought Piper actually beat the shit out of Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, one of my favorite things, it's very early on when they bring Piper into like to what becomes WCW. And they bring him in as a commentator because he can talk. And they make him the meanest, shittiest, sniveling, just pissing pissing people off commentator. And then get him in the ring because they know he can fucking wrestle. It's such a great way to introduce somebody. Yeah. And like start stealing this shit. I don't know why they don't. Start I, redoing this shit. I was surprised like the first 45 minutes, maybe yeah. we just covered early life, but it covered right. a lot of like Los Angeles. Right. Covered a lot of Portland. Right. A lot of Gino, with Gino Mid- LaBelle. Yeah. yeah. Gene LaBelle is on it. Him with in Mid-Atlantic. I'm right. like, wow, they gave a big chunk. I'm surprised by that. Right. Uh, my biggest takeaway, and I know we wanted to talk about this. <laughs> I, already, I can't wait. Uh, listen, this isn't a shock to anybody. Hulk Hogan go fuck himself. <laughs> uh, I hate Hulk Hogan, and I hate. Like Hulk Hogan's one of those figures. Like it takes a lot of sort of back and forth in my brain because as a kid, Hulk Hogan's like the biggest thing in the world, you know. So like I remember as a kid, like being in awe of Hulk Hogan. He's never my favorite. I, I did have the bandana. I think everybody at some point liked Hogan. I had a Hulk roll shirt, um, right? So like he's this huge mega star. Um, but you know now I understand that he's a piece of shit. But goddamn Hogan history. Stop having him on your documentaries when you're ta- if you're talking about truthful things. He only lies. Yeah. He, and I don't know if he's doing it on purpose. Maybe he thinks that's what actually happened in history. But he is a liar and he only lies on these things. Yeah. I hate it. He and uh, if, are they doing one on Andre? Because he's gonna lie about Andre. So this reminded me of um, like. The Andre documentary that yeah. came out a couple of years right. ago, the HBO did, mm-hmm. where it became like a little mini Hulk Hogan documentary in the middle of it. Right. Again, dude, I get it. Hulk was the biggest fucking right. thing in the world. Right. It's still argued whether he was the biggest star ever. Sure. Um, and I just, even in this, I hated how he like, had to make it about himself. Right. Everything he talks about, he makes it about right. himself. And I, I hate the like... When we got older, Piper told me that he reg- uh-huh. he really regretted not doing the job for me because yeah. we could have got so much bigger. Like, fuck you. No, he didn't. Piper, at the end of his life, was starting feuds with Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin. He wasn't out there apologizing to well, Hulk Hogan. We don't talk about that. No. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, Piper and Austin had a, had a bit. Yeah, they had a bit of a heat. A uh, bit of a, a heat. And, like. <laughs> Uh, this stuff was he's just like Piper told me that he was sorry and like Piper never lost you for a reason yeah because Piper fucking hated him. right and Piper you know might have gotten more cordial to him but I do not unless you can show me video or audio 
that of Piper like apologizing, saying, "Oh, I wish we did business together. I wish somebody told me we could have done business together." Fuck that. Piper was the was to a fault protective of who he put his shoulders down to. They covered in the documentary. Hulk yeah. Hogan can go fuck himself. Yo, keep I him was, off your documentary. He sucks sh- and he lies. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I was shocked that they showed the footage of, uh, and I remember this as a kid being like, "Whoa!" when it happened. And WCW when they showed the scar for his hip replacement, uh-huh. dude, I forgot how fucked up that segment yep. is. Like, yep. that's some shocking shit to watch. Yes. Like, NWO just beating the shit out of him. They pulled up the skirt. Oh god, mm-hmm. it's ki- sorry, it's a kilt. It's, it's a not kilt, a skirt. not a skirt. <laughs> you it's freak! A skirt. You freak! It's a skirt. It's not a kilt. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was better than than. The, the Austin one, just because it, it's from a different era. Uh, you know, you go back further with Piper. He's got the family. Uh, you don't talk about Austin's family. Uh, See, though, they did talk about Austin's family a little okay, bit. Okay, you don't talk about Austin's wives. Um, no, but they talked about, like, even how right. he was like, yeah, I'm a shitty dad. Right. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, Piper is, you know, Kitty is, is you know, very sweet lady, it seems, yeah. and the kids uh, and Colt's weird hair thing. Yes. Um, but uh, it was it was cool to hear their perspective on like you know I I have a half an hour with my dad this year, uh, that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's heartbreaking. Uh, but Piper's one of the best. Uh, I I just love hearing him talk. Uh, whether it's in the wrestling ring or in actual interviews, uh, dude, he's the, just an entertaining dude. One of the lines that got me is when his daughter was talking and she was like, "Yeah, when he was on the road, mm-hmm. he just wanted to get home. Right. But then he when he was home." Like, you could just see it right. in his face where he's like, I want to get out of right. here and be on the road again. Yep. You know, like, it's just, yeah. What a, just, it's a crazy life. Just it was come, crazy. Way, way right. crazier back It comes from an era of wrestling that's way different. They talk about how they had to buy a house off in the woods because so many people were trying to get to their property. Yeah. All that kind of shit. Oh, it's nuts. So, yeah. Um, yep. All right. Uh, let's see. Other shit I watched. Uh, NXT on Tuesday. Yep. Um, I, watched, I watched NXT and AEW. So a couple takeaways from it. Yeah. Um, Dakota Kai. Mercedes Martinez, I thought was pretty good. Uh, I love Mercedes' entrance music. Okay, it's like slow and haunting. It was really good. Even though she, was, she looks like evil from New Japan. Sure. Uh, and Raquel hits the Nash lawn dart, so we're all good here. It makes me happy, right? Um, let's see. Of course, the fi- finally the showdown between Cameron Crowe right. and uh, multiple segments. Obviously, Ted is reading the newspaper in the first segment. Hundred oh, uh, percent. But yeah, that that payoff was awesome. Super excited for it. Uh, I hope they continue it. Ted looks good. Ted looks real. Ted good. looks real good. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, that made me real I happy. Love Ted. Yeah. Um, Tony Storm. Tony Storm. All needs to be said. Uh, Everrise not getting their goddamn respect. Yeah, uh, the I don't know Tony Storm's opponent's name. Forgive me, uh, but that was a nice shooting star. A little short, but the the form was nice. I missed some of it because I think okay. I, UPS was delivering a package mm. from the restaurant downstairs, okay. and they brought it upstairs. Uh, of course. I also saw some people uh, compare the Zaylee and Boa uh, still <laughs> to um, yeah something else. I don't remember what it was. It was exactly. The cut one cover Rolling Stone of the famous Death Row record. Right. Uh, yeah. I my brain went to the Bohemian Rhapsody video. I, both so, both wins in my book. Yes, uh, Ellie Knight better keep his filthy hands off of Indy. That piece of that trash. piece of trash, uh, actual honest piece of trash human. So, yeah, poor Indy, she's heartbroken. I man. know, I know. And then uh, that beat down that Candace and yep. uh, 
Indy gave shot. Hey, don't fuck with Indy. Right. I guarantee you the the flowers that were sent from Dexter Loomis well, yes. were from Johnny. Of course. Uh, Everrise, glad they got screen time. They need more screen they time. They do. They need tons more screen time. They got screwed. Right. Mackenzie Mitchell, I think that's what her backstage yeah. interviewer is. Right. She's, she doesn't watch out. She's going to get a taste. Right. She's going to get a taste. God damn it. Uh, I laughed at the NXT vaccine commercial. I didn't see that. Oh, I yeah. Think was, I think I fast There was a commercial with... Because I didn't with, watch this till hmm. Wednesday. Uh, there was commercials with stars of NXT uh, pushing the vaccine, which I completely agree with. But then you have actual stars of NXT saying, like, no, that's going to kill you, or it's going to kill people around you, irradiating nonsense. Uh, yeah, so really weird. And then uh, Kyle O'Reilly in a Descendant shirt. Did you notice that? Nope. I didn't. I missed that part of it, he, too. In the, where he was like... Backstage or cool whatever, Kyle man, he's wearing a Descendant cool shirt, Kyle. Uh, and uh, I, 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 I part of me was like, man, I hope you actually like this shit, and, right? It's not somebody backstage is like, hey, dude, wear this, right? Uh, I thought the main event was really good. Main event was fucking great. I like uh, that the tag teams were in complete matching gear, which is nice. Um, Kushida has now evolved into the third form of Sakuraba shorts, where yes. now he's wearing like. Better white boots yes. instead of the big clunky boots or no boots at all. Right. Switch it up every week, Kushida. Why not? Uh, I'm still waiting for that Kushida week, goddammit. Yeah. Oh, I fucking be cool. need it. Um, let's with, see. With, like, soft goods puffy vest. I think that's what it's supposed to be with. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. I fucking need that. I need it for my Japanese wrestling shelf. Yes. And, and the Detolf. Oh. A.K.A. Uh, Adam mm. Van's favorite shelf. Oh. Um, all right. That's all I took away from that. Yeah. Um. The only other thing I watched was AEW. Me too. Um, so I picked this up late because I was watching the Sixers. Okay. Um, so when I turned it on, literally the first fucking thing I saw when I turned it on mm-hmm. was the goddamn promo picture for May 12th. Moxley oh. Nagata. Yes. So you, to, much to my surprise, when I turned on TNT and I saw that, right. I lost my fucking mind. Right. So we're getting John Moxley versus Yuji... Blue yes. Justice Nagata. Yes, Eugene Nagata. For the IWGP US uh, heavyweight title yes. on May 12th. Yeah. Holy shit. Do you think this is how, you think Yuji beats him to take it back to Japan for the time being? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I am praying to God mm-hmm. that somehow we get Kingston Nagata. Oh my God. Like, just, okay. like Tony Khan. I know right. you're listening. Yes. Listen, listen, you already drafted listen, tonight. You, you got to be at a big night. You drafted Trevor Lawrence. He's probably going to be a bust. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to be real good. Um, he's Jacksonville. He's not going to be that good. That's true. You have to be able to throw to somebody. And I don't think Keenan McCardell and uh, Jimmy <laughs> Smith are coming back anytime soon. <laughs> That's right. Drop that one in your knowledge bucket. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. Please give. Like, I'm excited for Mox Nagata. Yeah. Please. Please. Please give me yeah. Eddie Kingston. Versus Eugene Nagata. <laughs> so, uh, AEW for me, uh, I have a bunch of notes. Uh, I don't know. When was that? About how far into the show was that? That was like the last segment before the main event. Okay. Did you go back and watch the rest? I did. So, I watched okay. the main event first. Whatever. Didn't, it didn't really matter. Uh, yeah. So, we'll t- we want to talk about main event first. Uh, I, I appreciate Darby in the mains and trying to make him matter, but he needs better opponents. He needs bigger stars to go over. You know, like 10, it was a fine match, but 10, that's not impressing anybody. It doesn't look like a main event on paper, uh, but they did do the Piper Hitman finish. They did. So, there you go. Um, so the other things I picked up from AEW, yeah. um, first thing, Pentagon Orange Cassidy. Yes. That match was fucking Uh, great. I actually, in my notes, stole from you, Chef's Kiss. Right? 
Right. Dude, that match was awesome. Yes. It felt like like an old OC match. Because mm-hmm. lately they've been kind of getting away from like the right. OC shtick stuff. Right. And being like a more serious. No, dude. This was perfect. Right. Him and Pentagon, I thought they worked great together. Agreed. I loved it. Yes. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have anything else on that? Uh, even before that, I just wanted to say they refused to pull the trigger on Hangman. I don't know why. They had him lose to Cage. See, I was okay with that. Yeah. Because he got beat down before the match. Yeah. So that's okay. Uh, but Cage's drill claw looked terrible. Yeah. Terrible. But, yeah. And I still don't understand why the Bullet Club weren't in the trailer. I'll never from know. From last week. Yep, I'll never know. They were um, in the trailer. They, the trailer, they hear the honking of the horn. The tra- The car hits, the truck hits the trailer. And then they're not in the trailer. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. And they don't bother to address it. Yeah. But whatever. Um. The, let's see what else I take from AEW. Uh, I like the Kingston stuff, like just uh-huh. coming out completely disregarding Michael Nagazawa, even though Kenny Omega was like real weird with his promo. Yes, um, it's you mean to tell me you're gonna break his ankle? Right. Yeah, yes, Kenny. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kingston Moxie versus Omega and Nakazawa, which I feel Omega's just going to throw Nakazawa to the right, wolves. That's and it. I did like uh, when he's like, oh, we hired these goons, Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler. Right. I was like, oh, so they're the NWO B, B squad. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think uh, even before that, I think that the Jericho promo I thought was really good. Okay. Uh, yeah. I like Santana wearing Jordan 3 Black yeah. Cements. Santana's the fucking man, yeah. dude. I uh, love Santana. If, if Jericho wasn't a trash human, he'd be like high up on my list. Uh, but I'm having a harder time separating that. But it was a very good promo. Uh, it's week 143 of trying to make Sean Spears relevant. That's never going to happen. No. Um, yeah, Sammy tore him down pretty good. Yeah, promo. Yeah, terrible. Uh, yeah, I mean, like talking about how he was a failure in the E also. Yeah. It's hilarious. But. Um, let's see, the only other thing I took from this was, uh, Cody wishes that he was Flexi Lexi. Yes. Uh, He will never be Lex Luger. I wish. Ever. So QT comes out to the bus, and you clearly see Cody on the bus. Yeah. He shouldn't, you shouldn't have seen him. You know who it is when the feet come out and kick QT. Like, just don't show Cody standing up in the fucking window. Killed me. Um, the Statlander match, uh, I liked how strong they made Statlander look. Um, but we, they missed the finish because they were too busy looking at OC. Yeah, I thought uh, but, Penelope, yeah. Eh, not good. Okay, I don't think she's that bad. Uh, I skipped Cuties Cuties versus Dustin the Gun Club. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, what else? And yeah, that's it. That's 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 the show pretty much for me. Um, I, I don't think either of them were bad. Uh, I don't know. I got to skip through skip, a lot of shit. Skipping through a bunch, so it's harder to get a sort of an all-on view of the show. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of wrestling content that I want to watch now that sort of like with this biography stuff and the, with dark side of the ring coming up, like it's just harder for me. Like you there, know. there's a lot that you have to dedicate. Right. And uh, if I have so, to pick and choose and skim through right. things or let things right. go, so then, I, then I would I love to have a better sort of idea overall of what AEW and NXT seem like. I know the ratings sort of took a hit for both of them. Uh, see, Nice thing I didn't even look at either. Yeah, yeah. AEW only pulled like an eight hundred and some thousand. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. they're saying the whatever the presidential address was. Oh from yeah, them. I'd imagine. Uh, so. And NXT didn't break the top ten, but that doesn't really matter. Um, but you know when there's less things, less sort of dark side of the rings and biographies to watch, I'd probably focus a little more time on those shows. Um, but right now I'm, I'm kind of enjoying what we're doing. Yeah, like I don't like I don't mind. You know, I think Saturday or Sunday, I forget what day it was. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where I skimmed through Impact. I yeah. skimmed through SmackDown, you right. know. So, I just, eh, if, if I find something interesting, I'll watch it. But Right. 
All right. That's all we got, pal. That's it. We flew through this, and yeah. even then it's long. Yeah. But we got the main event. So we do have the main event coming. We got the main event to go. But before we get to that, I'm gonna hit we're gonna hit the plugs now, get them out of the way. Uh talk about what we're gonna do next week also. Yeah, that's right. Uh whoops. <laughs> but we uh we're just gonna let the, the we pre recorded this thing. Uh we're gonna let that roll out the rest of the episode. Let it speak for itself. Right. Uh so right now we'll say, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, hit us up on social media, uh, at, what the hell are we now? At We Need Wrestling. <laughs> I almost said Wings on Wings. Yeah, right there. Uh, yeah. Uh, We Need Wrestling on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. We Need Wrestling at gmail.com. Uh, email the show. Talk to us. We're having a ton of fun, uh, interacting, talking about weird things. Uh, we're having a blast. We're on the soon to be named network at soon to be named network, uh, dot, or at STBN. <laughs> network is that it i'm all over the place what is going on with uh, you i think i'm still a little wacky from my dental procedure this I, I think it's that we're like done before like, right way before midnight and right. it's fucking with it's you. fucking with me and it's all out of order uh anyway at stbn network on twitter soon to be named network.com soon to be named network.tumblr.com check those guys out that's that's final wrestling place that's at odds with wrestling it's long box heroes it's puzzle warriors three a lot of other things. Yeah, so I caught up on Final Wrestling Place today. Um, Tim, yeah, Tim's going to be uh, Mahoning both days for Real Rumble. Okay, cool. I'm going to shoot him some. I'm going to shoot him a DM about some hotels and stuff. Okay. And uh, we'll we'll talk. Just get for, a ten camp. We'll talk for yeah. No man. Yo, he made up a good point. He's like, listen, man. He goes, I'm in my thirties. He goes, I want a bed. Right. I want a continental breakfast. I want some air conditioning. Okay. Amen to that, brother. We could probably get you two out of three in the meat Mahoning Valley. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I might have to pick between the continental breakfast or the bed. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm still very excited for yeah. that. I can't wait to see everybody. Yes. That's going to be fun. Uh, check all those guys out. Thank you for all your votes on the A show. Uh, legitimate or otherwise. Doesn't matter. I won. I'm advancing. That's at the A show on CKCC. Uh, clout chaser. Go vote for Adam. He's up. Uh, he's up this week. Vote for him. Yeah, vote for Adam. He, vote he, for the he, homie. He doesn't need the votes right now. But go. You know vote what? Do for it. Anyway. Do it anyway. Pump, right. pump right. up the ego, right? So that he gets overconfident going into Joe. Joe's, and, gonna, you smear, know. Joe's gonna smear him. It's uh, a squash, bro. It's a squash, bro. And we finger poke a doom. Uh, no, I don't know. Adam will take the dive. No, nah, I don't think Adam will take the dive purposefully. Uh, check all those things out. Uh. And uh, personally, you want to reach out to us, I'm at the Dooge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E. Brett, where about you? At Brett X Edge, 570. All right. Um, we need Before you wrap it up. Yes. Did you buy anything this week? Well, we purchases because we all fucking do That's it right. now, man. Weekly purchases. Uh, I did. Uh, what did I get? Oh, I, no, How, I, So, do you want to, like... What you got in the mail or what you actually bought? Yeah, because I'm still okay. not telling you what right. I bought. Right. What did you get I'm, in the mail this What week? I got in the mail this week, what I bought last week, was uh, from Foreign Objects. Uh, check them out on Instagram. I think they're on Twitter, too. They are, yes. Uh, they, I got a Shinya Hashimoto Tokan Shop figure and a little uh, Junahiyama Yujin. Uh, got those two guys to add to my Japanese oh, wrestling yeah. figure collection. Yeah. I think that's it my vader's coming but it's not here yet yeah my vader will be here next week yeah. i'm hoping um only thing i got in the mail this week i got my series four 
uh, AEW Omega. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe the fucking difference between that one and yeah. the Series 1 Omega that I have. Nice. I'm going to take a side-by-side and yeah, send it to for you. Sure. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's insane. So uh, I also have another thing coming on Saturday uh, that I am uh, holding until uh, to what it is until I get it so I can show Brett. Cause Son of a bitch. I'm not even sure. I, I'm, you probably have seen it, but I'm not so sure if you have. Okay. And definitely never in person. That's weird. Mm. Mm. All right. Mm. All right. Well, uh, I'll also tell you that if you look these things up on card on eBay, they're like $400. Okay, so it's a Hasbro. Nope. Oh, all right. Ooh. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, well, what we what we forgot to mention is what we're covering next week. Yes. Well, I was saving this. I was oh, going to okay. do this right here. Okay. Uh, what we're covering next week, we're going back to the top three. Uh, because we both pre-ordered top three with a twist top three with a twist uh not a pure tw- top three uh and i'll tell you why but we we both ordered our pre-ordered our hayabusa retro figure yes from cella toys check yep. them out at cella toys yep. i think it is yep. on instagram and twitter uh we ordered them from uh the asylum wrestling store uh due to drop next year <laughs> Uh, well worth it. Oh, wait. Uh, Take my know, money. Ed from Pod Van Dam will agree. Uh, Hayabusa figure cannot pass it up. No. So we pre-ordered that. So we are once again bumping Bull Nakano. Sorry, Bull. Sorry, Bull. Uh, we're doing top three Hayabusa in FMW. Yes. So if you go to Cage Match and look at his t- his rankings, there's not a ton. No, uh, which I was very surprised The with. top two are... All Japan tag matches, which are great matches. I've seen them both. They're awesome. But I, I, my argument was that I don't think they really encapsulate Hayabusa as a wrestler, the legend that is Hayabusa. I think the legend of the important legend of Hayabusa is an FMW. So we're doing the three top three Hayabusa in FMW matches. Happen to be three, four, and five ranked. Yes, and I will run through them. Go so right number ahead. three ranked. Is from FMW sixth anniversary show, May fifth, nineteen ninety five, in an explosive barbed wire steel cage death match. We have Hayabusa against Atsushi Onita, mm-hmm. which this was supposed to be one of Onita's retirements. Yes, you know, back in ninety five. Right. Uh, number two, we have all uh, from FMW, of course, mm-hmm. the FMW seventh anniversary show. So this is May fifth, ninety six. Mm-hmm. And a no ropes exploding barbed wire double hell exploding ring death match. Yes. We have Hayabusa teaming up with Masato Tanaka going up against Mr. Pogo and Terry Goddamn Funk. That's right. And then the number one ranked uh, Hayabusa and FMW match from FMW Neo FMW 1998, May 19th of 98. Mm-hmm. Hayabusa versus Masato Tanaka, uh, a le- man that deserves his fucking flowers. Right, legends, legends of FMW, all of them, uh, every single person in all these matches, legends yes. of frontier martial arts wrestling. Uh, very happy to do that. The, the playlist will be out. The watch list will be out. Yep. Uh, YouTube, Daily Motion. You'll have a the, few yep, options. They're all up. Uh, we'll get that out to you. Uh, we're doing. We're talking Hayabusa because Cello Toys has us pumped. 
for the pre-order. I'm excited for Hayabusi. So Hayabusi, top three in F in FMW. Yeah. If you want to go watch those All Japan matches, they're great. It's Hayabusa and Shinsaki versus Akiyama and Misawa, and Hayabusa and Shinsaki versus Akira Town. Was Kawada. that from World Tag League? Uh, I have no idea. Okay, never mind. Then. But they're great. Uh, they're they're really good. I just think the FMW matches when shit explodes, it sort of represents Hayabusa well, a little better. You think Hayabusa in a promotion? You think FMW? Right, exactly. So. That's where his legend is created and carries on. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. Yes. And now we're through with everything. That's it. It's time to uh, time to time to get down to business, yeah. if you will. Well, uh, so we'll be back next week with Hayabusa. Check the social media for all that kind of stuff. It'll be out. Uh, and, uh, now we end this week with Doug. Enjoy. All right. So it's time, time for the main event. Time for the, the watch list this week. Brett. Yes, yes, sir. DJ. And, uh, we're doing it different than we've done in the last two weeks. We have a special guest. We're doing a live watch along. The most special guest. The most special you could guest. possibly have on a podcast. Our or most, in life. Our most frequent guest. The VIP. The VIP. I was going to try and fit his actual initial in some way. Well, I was going to say the VID, but VD is close, and I don't think he wants it associated (laughs) with his name. It's actually pretty apt. Uh, (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the the return of Doug. Doug's first appearance on We Need Wrestling. Yes. His 90th appearance overall. Thereabouts. On a podcast with us. Yeah. Yeah, I've been here a lot. Thank you. <laughs> yes. You get mentioned weekly. You do. You get mentioned all the time. I do like that you refer to me as your attorney, life coach, uh, death coach. Yes. <laughs> Spiritual advisor. Spiritual advisor. I mean, I would, a little everything. It's safe to say that probably about 65% of what we do on the show is to just try and pop you when you're not with us. Yeah. Well, usually I'm listening to this uh, podcast Friday mornings at work before right. I settle in for Longbox Heroes After Dark and add-ons oh, yeah. with wrestling. And usually this is... Uh, yeah, at least usually once a week I start cackling like an idiot yeah, over something it, you two say. Yes, if I can make your work day uncomfortable in the slightest way, I feel that is an accomplishment. That's easy. I'm I'm already the fucking weirdo in the office. It's true. Like you're the guy who you know just sucks on your own meat <laughs> through a straw. Fucking Jake, silly bastard. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway. Well, what, what are we watching here, DJ? So, uh, as we announced last week when we bumped Bull Nakano, uh, we are going to watch Samoa Joe versus Necro Butcher. We brought Doug in for a very special reason, because, one, it's safe to say, Doug, it's safe to say this is your favorite Samoa Joe match. It's very safe to say right. this is my favorite Samoa so Joe match. last week we did the top three Samoa Joe, uh, and while they were all good matches, the, the three of us... This is our favorite match. Uh, four of us, if you include friend of the show, uh, one-time guest, Jenna. Uh, so we figured, why not do... It? Not only is it our favorite Samoa Joe match, it's one of our favorite matches of all time. I'm going to gander here, Doug, and your favorite Samoa Joe match on that list we had last week was Joe Kabashi. Actually, funny thing, I've never seen any of those three matches in their entirety. How dare you really? say I've seen Kobashi clips. Yeah. And the other two, I never, I never actually saw. One of them. Wow. Well, here's the thing: okay. 2005, I wasn't watching a lot of wrestling because I was living in Philadelphia and I was right. 25. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was, I was out doing shit. Mm-hmm. Number two, 
a lot of that stuff also happened in that time when I, in my mind, I kind of turned on Ring of Honor a little bit. Okay. Because of a lot of different shit that had happened. Because of AJ Styles' immense height. <laughs> you know what? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> We weren't. I was not at war with Ring of Honor, but I was not not at sure. war with Ring of Honor. Right. I was pissed off at them for a couple of different reasons. Right. I so mean, I wasn't watching too much wrestling. We had gone to a bunch of Ring of Honor shows uh, prior to that, and that's the same thing. I wasn't really watching a ton of wrestling in '05, mm-hmm. um, but I saw Kobashi eventually. Uh, you should watch that match. I. It's it's all stuff I've been meaning to do. No. There's a ton. There's a ton of Ring of Honor stuff, especially from about like '04 to. Right. 2010 ish. I've been meaning to get to. Yeah, I'll get there when I get there. Right. I mean, I've got a backlog of so much, so many movies and TV sure. shows to watch and Absolutely. wrestling matches that it's off the fucking charts. Yeah. So, I hear you, man. I'll get there. So, uh, again, so Doug and I were there at this match. That's that's one of the main reasons also that we brought him in uh, to be the guest is that Doug and I were there. Jenna was there. Uh, I don't remember being here. I well, I remember being here. I remember wo- my my gut reaction to one spot in the match, it which we'll get to. It makes uh, me yeah. so mad that you don't remember. But this. I don't. I, I honestly, it, the whole thing is wiped from my brain. I know I was there, but I I can't. Do you remember at least traveling to the show nope. with Joe Sposto nope. in April? Nope. Holy. Oh, fuck. Joe and April were here for this too. Yeah, they mm. were there. Holy fuck! Wait, wait, April. I'm pretty sure was there, and I know Joe was there. Yeah. Oh my. God, I honestly I don't remember. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. It's wow. my brain is has wiped that. I I remember traveling. Like I have an amalgamation of like all the times I've traveled with Joe and Joe and April and you guys. Like, but I don't. I remember. I remember Murphy's the Murphy wreck. I remember the Rexplex. Uh, but yeah, for whatever reason, that period of my life is just. A series of moments that are really not connected, but are all similar themed. Well, 2005 was a tough year. Yeah, well, that entire year. It was what, June 11th of 05, I believe. I don't remember the exact date. Yeah. It was a Friday in June of 05. I remember it was hot as fuck. And I'm trying to think what else. I mean, first off, we were all like losing our minds because this this was there were a lot of different things coming together for this show. Not only was it the big Samoa Joe Necro Butcher match. For the backstory, I don't know if you yeah. two touched on it. I don't recall if you two touched on this. We'll talk about it. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So of course, fast forward to February of two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Chikara was running their big tag tournament. I right. can't remember the specific name for it. I apologize I didn't do any research for this. I've been Fine. running like an asshole the last research. two days. <laughs> you, think, you think we do research? Research. Yeah, research. Well, I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. Fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, everybody remembers in that match, there was the famous one match, the Ring of Honor trainees, uh, Matt Turner and Anthony Franco. To, yep. to Anthony Franco's a great guy. Matt Turner's a fucking awesome guy. And of course, they were in the first round match with the Deathmatch Kings, Necro Butcher and Madman Pondo. And... Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, they were. Uh, well, and, they were laying their shit in. And Necro and Pondo were dressed as the mascots for that match, correct? No, that was later on. Was that, that was later the next. On? That was like a year or two later was when it? they did the whole thing with CP Punk uh, yeah, and, and okay. uh, Colt Cabana. In, in my brain, that's combined. That's oh, the, that's the one event like that because. So you can see. Have you ever seen the Necro shoot about this match? Yes, where he talks about how everyone was telling him that Joe was going to kill him because he beat up two of Joe's students. Yeah. And Necro was like, I kept hearing it, but whatever. And he goes, they were good kids. We wrestled a little bunch. They were good wrestlers. They made us look better than we actually, like, they yeah. made us look like we were killing them more than we were actually killing them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in my brain, 
that's one. I didn't realize it was twice. In my brain, it's one event. It's this, this the match that sets up this Joe Necro was Pondo and, and Necro as Coca Bunny and CP Monk, which is wrestling Turner and Frank, which is really funny because in that match you're thinking of CP Monk was Necro Butcher, yeah. but Coca Bunny was Joker. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm pretty damn sure uh, that okay. it was not that Panda wasn't involved in that okay. in that foray, okay. and that was a year or two later. Yeah. So was this the tournament that eventually made its way into the staircase in Pittston? Yes. That's, so that so that's where, where Necro and Pondo tried to wrestle a legitimate match and did like top rope Huracun Ranas and like chain wrestled <laughs> a little bit yes. at the staircase. Okay. What, what did Pondo say at the end of his match? Oh, he not, it was in the middle of the match. Oh. He got up, he did like the world's worst run off the top, and he just went, it's the best I could do. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, for a guy who, you know, death matches, he tried. Me, right, that he makes tried. you smile. It, they, it wasn't the best, but they were doing hip tosses and arm drags. They were trying. Working, yeah. brother. And, I mean, they got, they got a, you know, standing ovation or maybe close to a standing ovation for trying and, like, doing their best to not be – the wrestlers they were and trying to like fit in with the crowd mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, that was watching them and the company they were at. But okay. So this yeah. is, this is working out the timeline in my brain a little better. And I do have a couple of other pieces of the equation too, that I recall. Okay. I remember talking to Matt Turner after the show mm-hmm. and asking him, Matt Turner, I don't know about Franco, Matt, but Matt Turner yeah. had another show mm-hmm. that afternoon okay. that he'd fucked up his ankle in. Mm-hmm. So he was coming in there and I recall Matt Turner telling me, that during the match, Necro said to him, hit me as hard as you can, kid. Yeah. And so, yeah, he was just like, fuck it, I got to tee off on this guy. Right, sure. And he did, but he was having trouble, like, really getting, like, a good throw into it because his yeah. ankle was fucked. Mm-hmm. And I do recall at one point, Matt Turner even said, I threw a forearm at his head and I felt like I forearmed a fucking cinder block. Oh, <laughs> my God. Which, that's, ne- we're talking Necro Butcher at the height of right, necro- is... Necromania. Right. <laughs> necro- running wild. <laughs> Necromania was running yeah. wild. Right. He was saying his prayers and eating his Vicodins. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, and, and things got bad. And it was also – there was also a lot of some – I think there was some other controversy too because yeah. later on on that night, they had a match against Shane Storm and Mr. Zero. Right. And, yeah, they got a little they got a little heavy with the fucking stop sign too in yes. that match too. Uh, can you imagine if we lived in a world where uh, Necro Butcher instead of Hulk Hogan opened a pasta restaurant? No, I can't imagine that. In my no. most insane fever dreams, right. I can't imagine that. It would just that. be cans of SpaghettiOs. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just, just open them for you and put them on the table. Yeah, they don't That's even it. beat them up. No, they don't do any of that. Beefaroni for all. <laughs> with, with right. the side of Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. You get, a, you get an empty paper bowl and a half-open can. Oh, like, really? or it's all the way open, but like they open it all the way so the lid falls into the SpaghettiOs, <laughs> so you got to dig it out with your fingers first. Yeah, and cut it. Cut yeah. yourself on right, the Right, you can. cut yeah. yourself on the can because it's also a very old can open. Yeah, yeah, but of course, as we all know, <laughs> Batman Pondo serves it to you like a like a sommelier. He's like, oh, this is a vintage, 1993 <laughs> Chef Boyardee. Yeah. He even uses a proper pronunciation of Boyardee of uh, Boyardee. Ooh, wow! Whoa. Yes, right. There's a bucket on the side of the table from the rest of in. Yeah. <laughs> Keep checking back to see if you need to refill your spaghettios. But there was there was a show in April or May that. Samoa Joe was on where he cut a promo and he fucking just tore into Necro Butcher right. for, you know, I, I think it was along the lines of you took liberties with new kids, mm-hmm. you know, fuck you for pulling this shit, right. you know, and, you know, it, and I, you know, to this day, nobody's 100% sure how much was a work, how much was a shoot. Right. Necro yeah. in the shoot claims it, that, you know, that Franco and Turner made them look better and, and harder hitting than they actually were. But who knows? 
you know. Yeah, the people who are involved in that equation are Samoa Joe and Necro Butcher are the only two who right. really know. So. Necro also in that shoot claims that he calls this whole match, yep. which is interesting. Yeah, very, very surprised by that. Um, you know, obviously not like calling Joe's offense for him, but basically telling him when he's going to be getting into, you know, yeah. the, the pacing and the sequences is apparently Necro claims is all Necro. I don't know that Joe will ever talk about it. I, I don't Nor know do if I expect him to. If, and even now, you know, Samoa Joe, if he's primed to do a shoot interview, mm-hmm. it's going to be about his last – it's going to be about everything he's done in the last 10 years. Right. It's going to be more about NXT and going back yeah. to Japan a little bit and his time on the main roster. Yeah, shit, right. not even the last 10 years. Well, he's been at well, NXT like five, six years maybe that uh, was. Yeah, you're right. It was only 2014 yeah, he signed, actually. Yeah. yeah. But to set the day up, too, okay. this was interesting because this is, to my knowledge, the first and only IWA Mid-South show that was run at in Philadelphia at right. the ECW Arena. Because wasn't this a double shot IWA Mid-South and then later at night with CCW? Yeah, it was because later that night it was Hate Club, Justice Payne and Nick Gage versus the Tough Crazy Bastards of Necro Butcher and Mr. Insanity Toby Klein okay. for the CCW tag titles. Was I there for that, too? I... Don't think so. I think I think everybody broke out yeah, after that because okay. I went to go do something else, and right. you guys went okay. home. Yeah, but no, it was also funny because I have seen a DVD of that show, and you know, spoiler, they lot they dropped the towels to Hate Club. Yeah, and the camera's on Necro when he's leaving the match, and yeah, he looks right at the camera and goes, "Let's try this again when I don't get beat up by a three hundred pound Samoan in the <laughs> afternoon." <laughs> All right, and also on the show, I believe there was a delirious CM Punk match. Okay. Oh my. And there was a couple – if you look up the card, I'm sure it's on Cage Match, there was a lot of really fucking weird matches on that show. It was fun, but let's break it down. Everybody was – everybody was there for Joe Necro. Of course. Because that was one of the – that opened the door for that super series of matches of – first it was Joe Necro, and then it was low-key Necro, and then it was Necro Chris Hero, then it was Mm -hmm. Necro Roderick Strong, and it was – and people realize it's like Necro's not just a complete – deathmatch before mm-hmm. he can actually do a ton of shit and he can also take a fucking beating yes and, so and at this time i'm not speaking for him now but at this time he was also a gentleman yeah oh yeah he was remarkably nice uh, you know the meta just talking about that staircase show i met him there i was helping out uh behind the scenes and uh you know him asking for beer uh all that kind of stuff he was he was a very nice soft-spoken gentleman Every I've met him twice, and ben. both times he was just a, yeah he was a right. super nice dude who just wanted to get fucked up. Right, exactly. <laughs> Can't ask for much more. Ch- he running away from a lot of pain, physical and otherwise. I yeah. think, uh, and he seems to have now embraced that pain. Uh, <laughs> so, anything else, Doug, from that day that you remember that is wor- of note of travel of getting there on the show in the crowd. I remember after the show, I just was so, like, fired up. I just, like, wandered around Philly for, like, three or four hours smoking <laughs> cigarettes and just walking the streets. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, you could still smoke an ECW arena back then, so yeah. that, that was pretty wild. Uh, coincidentally, you saying that, I do remember you smoking in the ECW arena. Yeah, because so, I ran into a woman I know who was, yeah. like, promoting roller derby down mm-hmm. there. And, yeah, she pulled, up, pulled out a cigarette and lit it. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? She was like, you can smoke there's, in here. I'm there's like, no laws in here. Well, I was like, yeah. yeah, fair point. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now there is, but there was back well, again. Back then, there wasn't. It's 2005. It was a different time. Right. A very different uh, time. A better time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but that's uh, that's as much as I got right now, unless I do a deep dive into yeah. my own head. So, as, as cool. <laughs> That'll be a podcast I'd like to listen to. <laughs> it's still cool to go to the site of the ECW Arena because it's been remodeled and it's different. Sure. And like uh, Brad and I, we've seen New Japan there. 
Um, it was always really cool, even all those years later, going to a show at the ECW Arena. That for for my particular brand of wrestling fan, from being from Pennsylvania, from following ECW, the arena was always the coolest. Oh yeah, it's the yeah. coolest thing to walk into. Yeah, I've seen Chikara shows there, yeah. uh, Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that New Japan show. Yeah, it's still cool now, but back then when it was still set up, when you can still look and see all the stuff that it, you know, all all the places New Jack had jumped off of, yeah, uh, all that it, sort of it, stuff. It is cool. Man. It was a really cool thing. It was. It, it does wig me out now that they moved the entrance. Yes. That's fucking weird. It is. Me. It's very weird. Yeah. And they still have the big wall, the big mural, or, well, they've added the big mural that you can, you know, in honor of ECW. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that building to me. That's what it'll always be. Uh, so it was cool to see shows. Uh, although I, I never saw an ECW show there, but. Oh, actually, and here's a, a, a an unfun but notable memory, too. Yeah. In November of 2005, I met up with all of you, I want to say, for maybe a Chikara show there. Mm-hmm. And when I got there to meet up with all of you, yeah. you all looked super bummed. And I looked at all of you and said, what's wrong? And you all looked at me and said, Eddie Guerrero died last night. Oh, Yeah. And that's how I found uh, – that was like – I was just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. So – all right. Yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of a lot of memories of that place. Yeah. yeah. Never once saw an ECW show there, but I saw no. a ton of other shows there. Yeah. A ton of other shows. Yeah. Lots of lots of uh, fun times visiting Doug when when you lived in Philly. Those were <laughs> those were interesting times. Those were the uh, those were the lost years. Those were the lawless years. Those were the how the hell <laughs> Doug, did I the get lost on? years? Yes. There was a uh, yeah. There was. Uh, <laughs> You might as well have been walking around with a help me sign on your fucking neck. <laughs> those, were the, those were the days I look back on and be like, woo, glad that's over. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of dumb shit happened. Yes. All right. So I guess let's get into the match. Uh, we're going to watch it. Uh, if you're watching at home with us, it, it is a almost half hour long video. Um, but, uh, of course, I messed that all up. Naturally. Naturally. The match is not a half hour, though. No. So in this video, the first part of it has commentary, right. and then the sec- it cuts off, and the second part is without commentary, which I guess that used to be a thing that indies used to do, okay. where you could, like, there was a, like a uh, track on certain indie DVDs mm. where you could either listen to commentary or no commentary, which I uh, kind of wish it some other indies would do that right now during their <laughs> live pay-per-views. There was a, a Ring of Honor did that for a longest yeah. time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we're starting at, at all zeros. Uh, we're just going to run through the first, the whole match with commentary. We're not going to watch it again. You should watch it again if you haven't seen it before. Uh, it's it's worth the double watch. Uh, it's pretty great. It was this IWA Mid-South Nothing to Prove, I believe? Or something, something to, to prove. prove. Okay. Something to prove. All right. If you're looking for it on YouTube, it's under the IWA Mid-South Wrestling account, yes. published on December 24th, 2014. Yeah, it's yes. a free match. Yes. Uh, and thank God for it. Right. And IWA Mid-South was around for a very long time. I don't know if they still are. I don't keep up. I'm uh, sure they are. You know, lesser they're, capacity. They're hanging on. I'll um, say that but much. But this is probably their most publicized match. I mean, it has 193,000 views. Uh, I don't know. I don't know a bigger 40, match. 40,000 of those are of the three of us. Yes, yeah. Right, right. I've seen this match a million and a half times beyond being there. Uh, so we're starting. You can see the Samoa Joe versus Necro Butcher thing. And I'm about to press play. And we're going we're gonna to get through this. And then when we're done, we're going to talk about it a little bit more. One of my favorite tweets I've ever seen about mm-hmm. this match was uh, when Moxley left WWE. Yeah. And Renee Young tweeted out, John just asked me, hey, you, you want to watch Samoa Joe versus Necro Butcher? <laughs> <laughs> 
What a sick so, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I hope I can say that to my wife someday. Right. Uh, <laughs> this, so this match is the three of ours' favorite Samoa Joe match, which is why it's there. This <laughs> is like one of my favorite wrestling right, matches Right, it's one of my ever. favorite wrestling matches It's such a comfort time. match. This this just this edges out Samoa Joe Loki from 2002. Not by much, but it does edge it out. Which yes. and that's also a fantastic match. Everyone should look up. Your best friend Loki. Yeah, you, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Well, after yeah, we'll, we'll watch this. Okay. If you want to get into that story, we can get into that story. <laughs> Stay right. tuned. So we're at double zeros. You can see this. You can see the names. I'm pressing play right now. Look at, look at young Bryce Remsburg. Young Bryce, AEW's Bryce Remsburg. It's and weird to see him with hair. So who's on commentary? Prazak? So you got Prazak, Eddie Kingston, and CM Punk. Nice. There's a commentary team for it you. It is one of the best commentary tracks I've ever heard. It's like this and Rumble 92 or 1A, 1B for me. Wow. Okay. That's, <laughs> That's high high hopes. I yeah. mean, who's the Bobby, Brain, the Bobby the Brain Heaton of those three gentlemen? Uh, probably Punk. Okay. Punk this, has yeah, got some killer lines. Yo, yeah. Punk's like it's so quotable to me. I'll yeah. just write like Doug and I will just randomly text each other lines from this That's fucking funny. from the commentary. So I have the I have the cans on the monitor the the sound here, so I can't really hear it. So, but feel free to react to anything that that happens. Joe's okay. out first, wearing his brown and black the way God intended. Traditional. What a, what a handsome pads. motherfucker! Yep. Kick pads, the look, little look the shorts, the, the woman in the overalls in the nice. front row. Oh yeah, this is this is this is full of chock full of Philly stuff. I keep thinking that guy's in like the redesigned WCW logo shirt, but he's not. Bryce rocking the sideburns. Oh, he's really not in it. I thought it was a WCW right? shirt. It looks too, like yeah. the redesigned really bad WCW <laughs> the logo. IWA Mid South Kiss Army there's, rip-off yep, shirt. There's what a Kiss the Army fuck rip-off is shirt. that? So Doug, if you see us, shout it out. It's we're off oh, to the right. And here, oh here comes boy. here comes Necro, height of his powers. Also fresh off of a flight from yes. Tour of Big Japan. Yes, right. dude. Right. Here we fucking go, uh, yep. man. Height of Necro, choose death t-shirt, like, yep, full of dude. piss and vinegar. There ain't no fucking around in this. No. We just hop right into this shit. Joe's ready to fight. Necro looks like he's ready oh, to paint a house. Bryce just gets Don't give a fuck. Dude, the ring announcer doesn't even get to introduce them. Right. Bryce goes over. Oh, my God. <laughs> what man. a great bump go. by Bryce, Here too. we fucking go. Yep. Bryce gets all, all the in the world for that bump. That's a good bump. ass. Jesus. Just hitting Dude. strikes. This oh my god, fucking they're gross. out of control. Who blinks first, man? So, like, the interesting thing about this is that Joe clearly knows how to throw a worked forearm elbow strike, and Necro does <laughs> not. No, no, not at all. <laughs> so Necro is just the point of the elbow into Joe's ear about no, 15 times. <laughs> And you like at a certain point, Joe's like, "All right, if he's going live rounds, I'm going live right, rounds." Yeah. Right, which is the way this match should be. Yeah, uh, ridiculous. Dude, best. There's, there's Joe, the the best Joe Tope forearm. I know uh, King Cannon said that in the in the Kabashi match, that it's the scariest thing. It's scarier in this match. Dude, I also they're in the how, crowd. I love how much CM Punk just yells, "Rob Nay was running around like a little freak." <laughs> <laughs> so they're in the crowd. You can see the Smart Mark guys filming. Jesus, uh, there's Christ. there's chops, there's shoot headbutts. Yeah, you don't headbutt a Samoan unless you're Necro Butcher. Even <laughs> right. then, it's still you're still rolling the yep. damn dice. Yeah, uh, Necro's busted. <laughs> ne- Necro's busted from shoot headbutts. In, in other words, water is wet. <laughs> right. Joe looks like he's busted, but it's Necro's blood on his forehead from the shoot head bust. <laughs> and the throwing of chairs. 
<laughs> this match is so good. It's fucking out of uh, At this not, point, it's not I, even a wrestling match. They're just beating each fight. other with chairs. Yeah. You can even you can almost hear Joe thinking to himself, "Jesus fucking Christ, dude! Right. At least try to work a little." Tommaso bit. Ciampa's dad in the background there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that hair! Holy fuck! <laughs> I don't know what the fuck and, Necker was oh, doing. There. It was a Death Valley driver <laughs> over the guardrail. Oh, uh. Remember when Mick Foley did that spot where he goes over the guardrail, like, does, like, the flippy spinny yeah. thing? Uh, Necro did the opposite of that. There's me in the background. <laughs> oh. Yep, I can see you. Oh, yep. yeah, you're right in frame of Green Lantern fan. How lucky you must be. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess that the check never cleared that day that I, for me to you to <laughs> remove him from his seat of prominence. Uh-huh. Dude. Yes. Oh, yes. oh my God. Yes. The, so I said last week uh, when we were recording that I love a power slam spot because power slams look so cool. Yeah. Uh, that is a power slam mixed the combination of a slippery beer floor and it ends very poorly for Necro. How do you that's power the slam first, somebody on their forehead? Right. That's the first forehead bump of this match. <laughs> Definitely not the last. Not the last. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, this is just. At this point, in my mind, all I could think was, yeah, I don't know, somebody, we might see a death today. Yeah. Dude, the fucking, (laughs) the OA kick. Right, Necro's bleeding. Joe has more blood on him than Necro has on his face. And I I love it, because this is just the appetizer. Right. We didn't even get to the main course yet. Yeah. Samoa Joe doing the Lesnar wipe the handprint of blood across his own chest. Oh. God. <laughs> One day I'm going to have to watch this match and really just watch the background and look for me, but... Dude, I've watched this match so many fucking times. Yeah, I mean, I... I, is... I have a screenshot of me watching this match on my phone and you texting me about <laughs> watching it. It's like dozens of times I've watched this match, at least. There's wax. Yeah, there's wax. Working the photos. Is that guy still around? I don't know. I don't know. I know he was actually doing death matches for a minute, but I yeah, yeah I couldn't tell you. And hats off to Remsburg for doing Dude, his best to listen, handle this. Bryce, I would love to talk to Bryce about this. Bryce has always been uh, at the top of his game, and it's I, I'm, I'm always very happy to see him on AEW because he deserves it. Oh. And uh, I know like he had that little bit of a rough go, people giving him shit for his AEW work, but that guy is always added to matches. Yeah. He's, you know, and not in a way where he steals from anybody. Mm-hmm. He just... Dude, I just realized Necro's wearing cargo jeans. Yes, he is. Cargo? I didn't even know they made cargo jeans. That's impressive. That's why I said. Oh, he looks like he's going to go paint a house after right. this. Right. <laughs> oh, somebody call PBS and let's get a time machine again. You would be in the in the bleachers in the okay. background there on that right. side next to the giant Miller Lite bottle. Let's get Necro... To do like Bob Ross's painting show. Shout out to somebody wearing the New Jersey Nets Jason Kidd jersey. <laughs> but these are the signs of the times, baby. Right. I think I saw a Keith Van Horn jersey earlier. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, seriously, punks are one liners in this. Right. Fucking yeah. kill me. Uh, I, I just, I would love to be in Necro's brain when he decides to dismantle the guardrail and try and get it into the ring here. <laughs> it's an impressive thought process, if there is such a thing. It's it's creepy because Necro, obviously there's something that ain't right in his head, but he's also freakishly intelligent, too. Right. I mean, he's the guy, I think he graduated high school at 16. That's so, crazy. Yeah. They probably just didn't want him there anymore. 
He is weirdly intelligent. Like, yes. Yeah, but he's just also like. <laughs> there he is. Uh, Senton, but the guardrail moves. But yeah. Necro sells it like he hit the guardrail. It's brilliant. Man, I, I'm always shocked, too, at the size of this crowd, but that's because IWA Mid-South just didn't have the following up this far up north. And also because it was mid-afternoon. It right? was, yes. Yeah. Yes, this it, is the early show. People got shit to do, man. It's mid-afternoon. True. It's a Saturday. It's summertime. It's hot. And also... There was there no was... air conditioning in that building. No, there you are correct. And also there was that weird rivalry Ooh. between IWA Mid-South and CCW. Yeah. Yeah. CCW had a rivalry with everybody because CCW oh. sucks. True. Uh, okay, <laughs> so second, so uh, second forehead bump of the match, uh, and the oh, only thing I remember, you, the, the only reason why I remember being at this thing is because I remember that I can close my eyes and remember that happening. You can remember that thud. I can remember the thud. Yep. Yeah, because I remember you it, you felt it and heard it throughout right. the arena, and it made you queasy. Yes. Holy fucking! I don't shit. think we were on the side of the ring to see it. No, that was opposite. From right, us. we just saw him go, but you can tell he didn't get all the way over. <laughs> so much, and blood. and you hear the thud. Yeah, uh, it's an insane bump. I don't know how it, how he gets up from it. It's ridiculous. No, it's freaky how tough Necro Butcher is. Right, but dude, Samojo like giving him a gentle kiss yeah. with that chair. Joe shot. just took care of him with that chair shot, and making sure he's okay. Yeah, he's God, God bless Joe for being a consummate right. professional. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, he's telling him how much he hates him. Yes, <laughs> he's biting his ear. Don't, don't expose the biz, brother. <laughs> I like how he, he gives him the gentle kiss of the chair shot, uh-huh. and then he's like, "Yeah, fuck it." Now the well, rest of the matches, you're you're gonna Joe, die. When he gets in there, Necro clearly tells him he's okay. Yeah, like he does check, and Necro's like, "I'm good." If that, I don't know if he actually is good, but he says he's good. <laughs> <laughs> he's yes. as good as he's gonna yes. get. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's on the back of the neck. Yep. I like how most of this. <laughs> <laughs> Most of this match, like, our commentary could just be, uh, yeah. Somebody's gonna die! <laughs> uh, Necro looks disgusting here, and again... Most of that, that like that, that wound is from a shoot headbutt. Yep. Well, a series of shoot headbutts. Uh, oh, Punk with a little foreshadowing uh-huh. there. When did Punk sign with... No, it was this, this was the summer of Punk <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, and man. there's your uh, uh-huh. there's your chair bump. <laughs> there's your chair bump. <laughs> extra crazy, extra <laughs> fucked up. Punctual <laughs> said I'd stab him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is height of Necro. Necro at this point is a legend. Like he's just <laughs> talked about like some sort of mythic creature. Necro's at this point. Uh, he's won. He won the IWA Mid South King right. of the Death match. He won the CZW right. Tournament of Death. He's perfection. He was right. he was that guy. You just he was like. When did he start he wrestling good. barefoot? Because he's wearing boots here. It was we were about a year year yeah. and a half away from barefoot. Okay. He was barefoot by the time they did the CZW Ring of Honor feud in okay. six. Okay, about a, less than a year then. Yeah, dude, I love this. Just boom, Ooh. right fucking hand, <laughs> and this is it. Oh, yeah. the blood is, splashing! Yeah. It's disgusting. Oh, this is also kind of like when you see Joe's, just like Jesus fucking Christ, dude, asshole! Uh huh. Boom! Oh my god! Yeah, that was just like, a needed fucking head. But like, also like Necro can sell. Like that's a good sell off that knee lift, whether forced or not. It's a good sell off that knee lift. 
Yeah, oh, that's that a ain't cell. a fucking that's, cell, that's, buddy. That's, that's a kick to the goddamn face. Yeah, that's a trained fighter kicking you in the fucking head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stay down. Oh you my will God. not last. <laughs> God damn it! Oh. This is the best shit ever. Again, this is why, like, and I, I've seen this match a million times, but like, how Samoa Joe is not my favorite wrestler of all time. I'll never I, understand. I don't get it, man. He's well, second there. favorite wrestler of all. Nobody will ever dethrone Terry, but that's it. Uh, oh, get and get well, Terry. There it is, and that's that's that is that is the Battle of the Titans right it's, there. It's the whole thing. <laughs> that's it, but it ain't it. It ain't it. Yeah, <laughs> no, and actually, it's interesting too that they left it basically the way this entire thing will conclude. They're going to leave it open for a rematch that never right. happened. Sure, so, so could this happen now? This no. happened. Oh god, <laughs> no. No, no, no! You know what? I'd like to see it happen yeah. now. Run this back, right? All right. So Necro then punches Joe out of the ring. Yeah, Joe takes the powder. Right. That was just the and Necro says this wasn't the, wasn't what was supposed to happen. Like he right. says in that shoot, like it was supposed to be different. Uh, there was something going on that was supposed. Yeah, to, they, they had planned that Joe just left. Because he because because he felt that Necro was so legit knocked out that he didn't want to yeah be in there anymore. Well, and then like after this, Ian Ron gets on the mic and he's like, "Oh, like we're gonna run this back." Like, right? So yeah, short match, uh, but exactly what's needed between these two. I wouldn't want anything different. I wouldn't change a single thing. You don't need a th- for for this circumstance. You don't need a thirty minute no. technical no, masterpiece. No. no, you need two guys who have a reason to kill each other, killing each other. Right, and two guys that normally you wouldn't imagine getting put together. Which I think the reason why it, and that it never happened again is a part of the reason why the legend of this match helped grow because you'll never see this again. Um, it's two guys high to their powers. Uh, who continued on, Joe, obviously a lot longer than Necro, but still had big careers, built their legends more after this. Um, and uh, it's just, it's such a weird moment in time. It's, you know, it's something that would get fantasy booked. Like, in if you were in 2004, you would fantasy book this match thinking it would never happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and there were times when, yeah, you think about it, it's like, Oh man, what would happen if the baddest ass deathmatcher right. took on the baddest ass, right. you know, legit striker, legit yeah. submission guy or technical wrestler? Yes. Because they Yo, just I, didn't do I matches. I fucking like love that. that there's kids in the crowd. Uh-huh. I love that there's kids in the crowd standing next to somebody wearing a fucking wife beater shirt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing about the ECW oh, arena was that if you were if you were a wrestling fan that went to the ECW arena, uh, you didn't have make good parenting decisions. <laughs> you just brought your kids. It just was just a thing. You know, oh, there's Jesus Christ. Ian. Yeah, I forgot. Ian had a match earlier that night. Yeah. That's why he's bloody. No, Ian just always bled. There was a <laughs> stiff wind outside. <laughs> he just wake up in the morning. A slight breeze. I caught him. Right. Bleed. Yeah. Drink a cup of coffee. Somebody asked him a hard question and he furrowed his brow and it busted it open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, that's where he says it's going to get a rematch. And then right. He, yeah, he just tells people hang around for CZW. Right. So. Yeah, never never happened. No, that was, less, that was it. One off. Less than a year later was uh, Necro Low Key in Indiana yeah. for IWA Mid-South. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. Right. And that's another one that everyone should go look into. But Yeah. I don't, I don't know that we'll ever cover Low Key on this show. Well, uh, you know, people can do their own work on they that certainly one. certainly can. Low Key, yeah. unfortunately, We might. I mean, Low Key was, was. was a lot of fun to watch uh, until he started talking. Uh, but Separate what do you mean until he started talking? 
Oh, so, hi, Loki. How are you? I'm fine. How are <laughs> let me, you? Let me reintroduce you to your friend, Doug. Hey, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Separate the art from the artist. <laughs> all right. So there's uh, there's really yeah, is there, there's yeah, nothing else. It. It's no, just Ian it. talking. You got all you needed. All right. So I'm stopping. We're at 15 minutes, 25 seconds in the video. Uh, we don't need to hear Ian no. talk. <laughs> no, we don't. So short match. <laughs> So much fun. I can watch it forever. Over and over again. I've watched this match an unhealthy amount of times. Unlimited <laughs> rewatchability. I think. Uh, yeah. 100%. Uh, if, you, if that was your first time watching it and you did watch along with us, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, and awesome. Uh, this is the kind of thing that if you've never seen it before, this is sort of Brett and I's thing. We want to show you these kind of things. And this is legit uh, favorite match for me. Uh, even though I don't remember it, I will put it on the list of favorite matches I've ever seen. Uh, not my number one. Uh, my I think my number one favorite match I've ever seen live would be Generico uh, One Two Three Kid. Okay, right. I mean that's um, a fucking hell of a match just because of the emotion of it in that building. <laughs> um, but just Waltman like returning. And sure. like not and like as one two three kid clean shaven, uh, he had returned prior to that and had the accident in the ring. Right, he he tore his. Is this before or after the torn booty hole? I don't. <laughs> I don't remember. I know. I think so. The torn booty hole or the time he pooed himself. I remember when he pooed himself. Yeah. So it's one of those two. And like he came in and he didn't think anybody was going to give a shit. And nobody wanted to cheer for him anymore. And I've said it on the show before. Uh, I legit love Waltman. Like I love watching him wrestle. I think he was very very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody thinks he's very very good. That's not my own opinion, but um. That match when he came as one two three kid and like people stood up and cheered for him and he cried in the ring. I just I loved that moment. It's also a very good match. But I just love that moment. So that that might be my favorite of all time. But it can change day to day to this one. Doug, looking at the screen, yeah, I think so. This is paused right now. Mm-hmm. Right beneath it is the Loki Necro Butcher match under the first recommended match. Yeah, because Loki was wearing his long black pants and yeah. he hadn't shaved his head in a yeah. couple days. So, so yes. it's I mean, yeah, so it's right there. Also, so if you want to fucking yep. watch that too, also up. have at it. Right. Also another good match. I mean another one where yeah they they beat the dog shit out of each other. Yeah, right. Um, oh god, so I don't want to talk about the picture on the screen. No, we're not going to talk about that. Let's <laughs> just talk about Rod, Rodney Dangerfield. For some reason, it goes Ken Kobashi Samoa Joe. Rodney Dangerfield has Dom DeLuise rolling on the floor, <laughs> and then three br- brutal Samoa Joe matches in Ring of Honor. So, super weird lineup. But yeah. my my YouTube algorithm is all over the place. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this match uh is seriously like my in my top wrestling matches ever yes thanks to youtube fuckheads yes um i don't know which one of you showed it to me first but thank you thank thank you god yeah i don't remember either (laughs) uh i think doug showed it to you first because we watched it together and i was like i was there and you were like you were at this too oh yeah yeah Yeah. yes that's right yeah Uh, thank you doug (laughs) whereas i don't remember anything but the but the second forehead bump uh, I do know I was there. We definitely got, at some point in the day, we definitely got food, too. Yeah. But that adds absolutely nothing to the story. <laughs> right. It adds a lot to I me, think we man. went to Tony Luke's. Anyway. I mean, you know what? We definitely did. And uh, was this the, was this when they first opened the restaurant across the street? Remember when Tony Luke's had the yes. restaurant across the street? From, yes. I think, I remember sitting in there with everybody. Was That, that might have been this trip. I think it was that one. There were enough times. Yeah. Because we were down there quite a few times, and it's tough yeah. to tell right. because a bunch of those times we'd go, 
we drive down a bunch of us would drive together yeah a lot of times we're dropping off joe at the arena because right. he was doing right. his thing and working. And we go and then, the Oregon app diner. Yeah, we go kill time, go right. get food. You know, if we had enough time, we go kind of like fuck around in the city for a little while. I once saw Blue Meanie shop at for Toys at a Toys R Us. <laughs> it's weird. Skinny Blue Meanie. Like skinny, like uh, I'm handsome like, Blue Meanie. Who was he fucking at the time? Jasmine St. Clair. Jasmine St. Clair. Oh, my God. <laughs> when are we going to do wow. a show on XPW? Uh, ne- never. All right, good. Um. But yeah, that's uh, those Philly trips were a lot of fun. Yeah, those were. Uh, that's what I remember legend. more. I have, in, I have like the emotion in my brain. Like you know, I remember spending those times going to those diners, getting cheesesteaks, sitting in the restaurants. Like you know, and I, I remember matches and spots, like certain pieces and stuff. But for whatever reason, it's not a complete memory. But I, I remember how good of a time they were. I, I told Brett the other day about going to these trips. Um, where I was broke, yeah. Uh, so I would just bring like I, one time I just brought a bag of apples with me because it was the only thing I had oh, to eat. Okay, uh, and like I knew everyone would go out to lunch, but I, I had money to get into the show, and that was it. So I just brought a bag of apples and I ate apples. And like either you or Joe or somebody would buy me a sandwich anyway because y'all took care of me. Because uh, at that point I was one of the younger of the group. Yeah, you were kind of like the. Um, you were the young. You were, you were the young the, boy. Well, you Jerry the was buck. the young boy, but um, <laughs> he was the young buck. Yeah. yeah. Even better, but uh, <laughs> dude's Jackson. Over yes, here. right. I was, the, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, the fun, a lot of fun times, a lot of good stuff. Uh, anything else about this Samoa Joe Necro match? You want to run it back once again? <laughs> not opposed. It, it's it's interesting because yeah, it, I mean, talking about what we talked about earlier, yeah, it was kind of this pivotal moment. This is right around the time where Joe was doing less indies because he was starting to pick up more and more work with TNA. Yes. So, so he was on his way out the door uh, of that. In talking to uh, Joe Sposto about our top three Samoa Joes just privately, he said that Joe, uh, around that time with Kobashi and stuff, uh, was Joe was signed to, to TNA but was allowed to be a special attraction at Ring of Honor shows and stuff. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, because there was still that there. It wasn't as precarious as it was after the Feinstein incident, but it was right. still right. You were still kind of having to make a decision, and at that point, and you know, and I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I tweeted this at, at both of you during yeah. uh, after the Samoa Joe episode went up last week. Mm-hmm. Honest Christ, at this point in time, Joe should have been snagged up by WWE. Thousand percent right. did his time yep. in. I think OVW was still a thing at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't think FCW was rolling yet. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, him and AJ should have been picked up. Right. And AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, 10 years ago, 13, 14 years ago, that should have been a marquee match at a fucking right. WrestleMania. Yep. But we know Vince it's, is it, an idiot. Right. It's one of the travesties of wrestling that Joe uh, – and uh, and Joe has been consistently great his entire career. Yeah. Um, but Joe, height of his powers, not getting picked up as just the bruiser. And if he went to the E in 2005, they would have made him – eat fish heads on TV. Like, it wouldn't have been good yeah, for him. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but man, like, he was so good and looked so good and looked so different than anybody. It still looked different than most people who are in the WWE now. Um, 
but uh yeah he he should have been a killer he should have held that belt at any point um and you know he, he had a really uh, long run in, in tna but he just adds that like air of legitimacy to yes. me yeah where you look at the guy and you're like yeah he'll kick the fucking shit right. out of you yeah. yeah it's it's the thing yeah he's got the size he's got the mass he's got the power right. he's got the fight background he's got the touch he's gotten <laughs> he's got the power <laughs> but, but he definitely does have like a, a right. he's got like a judo grappling and yeah. a striking background mm-hmm. I mean, I'll and I'll always take it as a consolation prize that we did get that NXT run that that culminated right. oh. in those series of matches with Shinsuke Nakamura. Speaking of two guys beating the fuck out of each other, right. yeah, seriously, Ooh, those right. were some gnarly Kinshasa's Joe Aid. God bless him. Right, but you and know, that's a, the, that's a Nakamura the, that jumped to the, to America when he was like. And he's still in his twilight years. Like he was like, all right, I'm broken down from killing myself in Japan. I'm going to go to America and do a little less. He was still eating nasty things from people. Well, yeah, and giving nasty yeah, things. Yeah, and people. he broke Joe's jaw yeah. in the yeah. one match with one of the fucking knees. Well, he could still do gnarly matches. He just couldn't right. do them weekly. Yes. He could do them like yeah. a heavy match. And he's like, okay, I need like two or three weeks to rest. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, so you look at this. This was June of '05. Three three months later. Uh, he's having that triple threat with yep. AJ and Daniels, and then a month after that, it's him Kobashi. Right. I mean, what a. And fucking then a few run. months after that is him Punk too. Um, right. That was was that that was no, that was oh four. That was oh four. Yeah, that was fall of oh four. Oh, okay. But still, like, what a crazy yep. fucking few months. And I'm sure if we go and dig through the records in there, this There's is also. More. No, this is a time period when IW Mid South shows were dynamite as well, mm-hmm. because they would say, "All right, bunch of death matches, bunch of death matches, blah blah blah." okay, book a bunch of Ring of Honor guys to come in here and just put on crazy yeah. matches with whoever we've got. So you had right. Chris Hero on the shows, Claudio Castagnoli on the shows, all the Ring of Honor usual suspects. Yeah. And unlike CZW, they could go in there and book them and not completely fuck the deal up. Right. So they Very actually true. would have people coming back. Right. You know, Roderick Strong was, you know, working there for a good long while. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Hero was all over that place, but that was kind of his home indie for a while and all that shit. Um, yeah. And then you were starting to see, like, the next crop of guys who were just, like, starting to spur it up, too. Like, um, oh, God, Christ Almighty, I can't remember their names. But there was – yeah, I mean, it was wild to think how, you know, Ring of Honor blew up and started that golden era of indie wrestling. Indies were from hot right here. Yep. 02 to, like, what, 06, 07, maybe? It was on, they started, it was you know, on fire. Yep. I, actually on fire. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, Ring of Honor, Chikara, CZW, IWA Mid-South – you know, Pro Wrestling Gorilla was just getting up and running. Yeah. Jersey All Pro was yeah. in and out of stuff. Mm-hmm. But there was just, every weekend, there was just amazing wrestling yeah. going on all over the yeah. place. Yeah, good times. It's an interesting thing to think about, you know, uh, us being close proximity to New York and Philly. And, you know, we get this for just about everything. We get this for concerts. We get it for a lot of things. Sure. But, like, and East Coast wrestling's, uh, you know, this, the Northeast Territory is still very strong. And we got, you know, we, we, we we're blessed with ECW <laughs> and then you know whatever promotion was running in the arena for however many years after like you know it's pretty it was a lot easier for us to get to this good indie wrestling because like Ring of Honor wasn't nationwide at this point really no. they had just started to expand like push out in the wet into the Midwest a little um yeah they just run like test shows in Chicago right, I right. think yeah yeah so because Joe Kobashi is in where was that at I think that was in Chicago. Was that Chicago? Yeah. In the bur- Burbs right. or something, but that was so, called Chicago. Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, – it was cool. It was a good time to be involved in going to see indie Sweet wrestling. Shit. But anything else? No, man. I think uh, I think we hit that fucker on the head. Oh, there was – you asked me about that one thing. 
the Loki. You want to tell the Loki oh, story? Yeah, yeah I'll, t- I can, I'll tell the story. Okay. How, All dare, right. how dare we forget? How dare I'll we tell forget? This, uh, to the Legendary of, story. I'll tell this to the best of my recollection. That's fine. That's and all we have. understand ask. why in a minute. Yes. So, to paint a picture, this is, I want to say August 2004. There was supposed to be a Ring of Honor show at that National Guard Armory in northern Philly that they were running at. But that that National Guard bunch were getting mobilized to go to either Iraq or Afghanistan. They said, you're not running a show here. We're prepping weapons. We have live ammo and live munitions all over the fucking place. So they ended up booking a couple of conference rooms at one of the airport hotels down just outside the city to the south. Mm -hmm. So some of the – this was right, I think, a week after uh, Rick James died. Damn. I only know this because – one of the matches that night was Homicide and Low-Key versus, um, no, pardon me, Cole Cabana and CM Punk had a match with, I think, Maff and Whitmer, and okay. Cole Cabana came to the ring to Super Freak and danced, mm. danced to the ring. There was also Briscoes versus Homicide Low-Key, uh, Samoa Joe versus Trent Acid for the Ring of Honor title, which oh, was shit. fucking so fantastic. this yeah. was just in, like, in, in, like, it was like a carpeted, like, low-ceiling yeah, it was right? like yeah, it was like a place where probably a week beforehand there was like a business meeting. I was at one of the. I wonder if I was at, at was I at this one because uh, I, I I remember going with with Joe to one of these shows and I remember getting lost on the way because the directions weren't quite right how to get to this weird out of the way like Marriott or whatever the hell it was. I think you were in the car. The main event was yeah. two out of three falls. Austin Aries and uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah, my, my my brain doesn't work, but okay. uh, I might I was probably I might have been there. Okay, so Maybe anyway. Not. So I'm at the show and I'm kind of chilling and watching the matches and oh really and they're getting ready for the main event which was Aries uh, Danielson. Yes. I have a tough time with matches like that in person. I want to watch it on tape and kind of like really focus in on it, and not have to deal with the idiot crowds because indie wrestling fans are still fucking terrible. Yes, very difficult at times. Yeah. So and by I, at times I mean always. I decided, you know what? I could have a, I can go for a cocktail right now. <laughs> so I wander over to the hotel bar. And the first crop of uh, wrestlers from early in the night were slowly making their way to the bar. So I go in there and <laughs> I had my first drink with the father of the Briscoe brothers. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Delaware Super Duper uh, model super, father. Yeah, the Super Duper models. Because some gnarly old man was in there and I just started talking to him about the wrestling show and I started talking about how much I really dug the Briscoe brothers because that was when they were really. Was he wearing a mouthpiece? I don't remember. Uh, Terry Funk didn't wear no mouthpiece. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> Ain't nowhere no mouthpiece. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus Christ. Sorry, go ahead. But anyway, getting back I to it. That. Um, I had a little too much to drink. Mm-hmm. A little too much. I was also pumped because wrestlers were coming through, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Here, let me buy you a shot. Here, let me buy you a drink. Here, let me buy you a shot. I do remember I saw Homicide at the bar, told him how much I dug his stuff, mm-hmm. and I tried to buy him. Uh, and I was like, what do you want to drink, man? I'll buy you a drink. And then he was like, oh, whatever, man. And I was like, oh, get this man a shot of Jägermeister. And Dan Maff yells, he's only allowed to drink beer. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, get this man a beer. So after a few more drinks, I also wandered outside. I think I bummed a cigarette from Grim Reefer. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Went back inside, had some more drinks. and This is is life going to indie shows in in this era, by the way. At some point, um, Brad was with us. Yes. Brad walked into the bar. He's like, dude, we're, we're going now. Come on. Let's go back to the car. I'm like, okay. So he kind of like starts ushering me out because at this point I'm pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. As we're walking out, we walk by Homicide, Julia Smokes, and Low Key. And I said something. To this day, I don't remember what. Mm-hmm. Homicide and Julia Smokes start laughing hysterically. Low Key kind of like gives this look like, 
you're about to die, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and the next thing I know is I just remember Brad saying, we need to go now. And he literally like grabbed me like by like yeah. the back of the shirt and just pulled me out. And next thing I know, we were in the car and on our way out and I passed out pretty fucking hard. Uh, damn, so, I wish I knew what this was. So I Brad, if you listen to the show, uh, I'll, I'll hit you up on social media for the follow up because I know you at least follow the show or follow me. Uh, what, did, what did Doug say that day? <laughs> I need to know. I do too. I'm very curious. Yeah. It's been 17 years. So stay tuned. I'll keep everyone posted on that. That would be uh, amazing to to finally solve this riddle. <laughs> Depending on what Doug said, we yes. will keep you posted. Right. <laughs> uh, I hope that just Doug in his drunken state just did his like a low key impression at low key. <laughs> hey, low key, it's me, Doug. <laughs> That'd be so cool if you did. Given the fact that I'm a happy drunk, I'm sure I said something like, I was trying to say, like, hey, you're awesome and right. you're great. I probably Wanna said wrestle? something. Right, and he <laughs> takes himself too seriously, so he took it personally because he's a piece of shit. Well, it's also possible it may have come out completely wrong because I was so drunk and I said something like, I want to, like, touch you inappropriately or, like, <laughs> I want to lick you or something <laughs> stupid. Listen, we don't, we don't kink shame on this show. <laughs> no, but Loki does. Wow. Yeah, he does. That, that dude sucks. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Doug. Thank you for uh, coming here, for doing this with us. Thank you for having for me. For being the special guest. You're the man. Uh, you know, we'll, hopefully this is a thing we can continue to do in the future, because I, I had a blast. Yes. This was fun. Yes. Uh, and we we managed to turn a 15-minute match into an almost hour-long segment of the show. I mean, you knew this was going to happen. That's true. Get three of us in a room together <laughs> talking about Samoa Joe and more, Necroculture. But, we, could. Yeah, we, we could. We definitely could. make this another hour easy, but let's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Doug, that's it. Thank you for, uh, thanks, for thanks for coming on. We really do appreciate it, buddy. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Thanks, pal. Thank you. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named soon network, the Lamborghini of podcast networks. Night off, nerds. <laughs>